Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. It's Rob and we're back day three. It's only day three. It's the beginning. Right. It's the top of three. Top of three, but it's like the beginning of the tournament. Right. The so the, the, the big day, the big day. So uh, we're with Felix Castro and Christian from Quebec City. Are you from Quebec City yeah. proper? Quebec City. Okay. And you're you're Dayton, right? Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Much and, less uh, exotic than Quebec. Well, first thing I wanted to kind of maybe get you guys to talk about is you guys, well, Christian in, in particular, you have a, this is your first Kings of War kind of tournament, I assume? Yeah. Well, the, so team, just, the team tournament, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, just in general, have you been playing Kings of War? There's not a whole big no, scene in Quebec. Right? Those so, were my first games. Right. So, so far, you've done, uh, you, you played the team event, which we'll chat about, and then you did uh, the big game with Blake and Kyle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and kind of just get a feel, and, and now you're getting ready to play the two-day GT. And I played the Firefight tournament. Well, no, he's he's firefight. actually playing in the Dead Zone. Tournament. Oh, you're playing Dead Zone. You're not playing yeah. Kings of War today. Okay, no. great. Yeah. Well, you know, you got in. You he's, already he's, got in your he's Kings of War. He's getting the well, Mantic actually, uh, experience. Yeah. He also played the Firefight tournament. Well, I think night, too, so. though, one of the things that's always difficult when you're flying, you got to pick a game. You can't bring yeah. for everything, right? So, and, and I would assume Firefight Dead Zone is a. Uh, airplane-friendly army size. Yeah, because I'm using the same stuff. Exactly. Right. exactly. And then I, prov- I provided his army for the team tournament. Right, so yeah. the fact that you didn't yeah. win best theme is your fault. Yes. Okay. 100%. Right. And is it also your fault that you didn't win best sports? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, we he brought... We second he, in best theme, by the way. Were we second? Yeah. Okay. I think. Good. Well, Which it was parts? Christian. He bought... He bought Massive. Well, I know, but I didn't get, I didn't get any. So I was like, oh. You want one? Because I've got two, and I'm uh, never going to eat. I'm I, never uh, going to eat. So my, my, <laughs> my, my family, I, I just want to go to my uncle's house. They're like, here's a vanilla ice cream, and let's just slather it in maple syrup. Like, yeah. what the hell are you doing? Christian, give us a little bit of, uh, about yourself. Wargaming. I know you got a big pedigree with Flames of War. Well, not a in, big pedigree, but But yeah, you, but you Flames of War, you went to the EZC, and and uh, I know well, we've yeah. talked to Brandon Gold, but you finally introduced, you introduced me to Sean Morris. was great. Uh, and there's other players. But you know, talk to me about your history with wargaming. Started with uh, 40k, but not uh, in a competitive way. And uh, yeah, started with that, and then Flames of War for at least six or seven years. And then, I went to five ETCs. Yeah. And as I keep saying to the, uh, as I keep saying to people, I wasn't that good, but I was crazy enough to pay for. Well, my, sometimes uh, it's the same thing with our US Masters right. that if <laughs> if there's like we need eight players and there's six good ones, sometimes I might make the cut. <laughs> right. And and uh, especially for 21, the US Masters, I said my best ability was my availability. I yeah. was going, so That's got pulled onto a team because yeah, I was going to go there. Part part of the better. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know I dabble in pretty much. Uh, Did you get into like bolt action as well, or I try, but it's not my thing. Okay. So yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. really like it. So, what was it about Flames of War that you enjoyed? Oh, the historical aspect. So historical games are interesting with me. So I would love to hear your take. Is that for me? It's like you play a historical game, and I and I sort of want to play the history. And I think I am, but then sometimes it's hard for me to like make things or do things that are counterintuitive to what I would assume, what I think in history would right. have happened. And so it's sort of like if you're if you're on the Titanic, well then you obviously have to sink the boat, right? And I just feel like sometimes do the Germans always have to lose kind of thing, you know? 
you could I, you could see beyond that. It's an abstraction. And, yeah, I don't, it's I a don't mind uh, playing non-historical battles. I right. Guess. Gotcha. Okay. okay. I'm assuming you have to play U.S. on U.S. sometimes. Or yeah, <laughs> German on German. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm assuming the, the way most of these stories go, you're playing Flames of War, they make a change to the rule set, and it just just doesn't gel with you. It, it, yeah. so it, 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 may ha- it may have new fans. It's just not for you. Is that what kind of went down? Yeah, when they went to uh, version 4, I don't know, we didn't quite like it at first. And, right. Uh, we started playing other games, so you gave it a chance, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and, and it just we, we might play again, but uh, well, it yeah. could always change again, right? Fifth right. edition, right? Yeah. It's like Warhammer over the years. There's certain games, certain versions that are great, and certain you know certain. We right. tried Team Yankee for a bit. Did you like that? I I, I yeah. dig the I did the concept in my mind, so I'm old. Because that, so, that's the that's the alt historical oh, World War whatever. Right? World War, so I'm yeah. always like Red Dawn Wolverine, and, you know, <laughs> right. like a bunch of ragtag kids riding horses with missile launchers. But you know, and but yes. The fourth edition of Flames of War, I think, is based on Team Yankee. Okay. But uh, is that some of the issues you had with the the, the mechanics? No, Team Yankee was fine, but I don't know. It felt too different, I guess. Mm, right. But, uh, so, how did you... So, what's the route that you ended up playing in the Mantic Sphere? Because you play, uh, you're playing a few. You obviously dabble you get in Kings of War, and you got Dead Zone. And yeah, I'm now a Mantic uh, You're a Mantic convert. Boy. Are you a fan Pathfinder boy. yet? Well, that's great. We need more We need no, more boys. I'm not a Pathfinder yet, because I don't really... <laughs> Build or paint miniatures. Right. I'm kind of the exception in that. I understand. Well, you know what? We need all kinds. Right. We need gamers. You're a gamer. That's okay. But to be a a Pathfinder, we need the. Was like the two forces of Mantic models painted up or whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One of my friends is painting my stuff. So. uh, And what? Give your shout out to your friend. Who's your friend? uh, Francois Couture. Do you play Warhammer Fantasy Battles? I don't think so. Okay. Mm. The other Francois. I thought everybody Couture. from Quebec with a name like Francois that paints yeah. models must have been. Yeah, and, uh, and before he tells. The, the other one's Francois. It's there. Francois Couture Hébert. Yeah. Okay. I forgot his second last. Oh, don't do that. Uh, okay, don't do yeah, that. Yeah. Not to a Canadian. Don't do that. <laughs> so, well, just talk to me. What What is it that pulled you into uh, the Mantic games? And, and well, what got you in the door, and then we'll, we'll look. I, I watch lots here. of uh, bat reps and game reviews on YouTube. Which are your favorite bat rep channels? Uh, I mean, Dread Pad Zone. Dread Pad Zone. So you're gonna you're gonna From, stroke Tyler Schultz's ego. Did you you obviously met Tyler? Uh, yeah, I played against. You get to play the. Was that fun? Him, uh, was yeah, that fun yeah. playing against the first? Yeah. Well, it was rats on rats. There he is. Yeah. We don't give him any ego and, strokes, uh, though, because he doesn't need it. He's now the Rat King because he defeated. He beat the Veerman on Veerman battle. And, uh, and you won, right? Yeah. And you won it, right? I really like the uh, the kind of bat reps uh, he does. But, uh, so that's Dead Zone, and that's in the Warpath universe. Did you watch? Have you watched any bat reps for Kings of War? A little bit. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Um, we got which channel. we got Kings Retreat is a good one, uh, which is by Drew over in, in Vancouver, and then what is it? Victoria Wargaming is another. Victoria channel. Wargaming, yeah. Uh, Mastercrafted, yeah. even though Kyle now works for yeah. Mantic, there's still a backlog of pretty nice bat reps. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of good bat reps out there. Visibly Riley's another one that has some bat reps, and I know Steve Hildrew's Death by Dragons has had some yeah. cool yeah. bat reps. That's something that I would love to do. It's just like. At some point, you, your cup fills up and you don't have any more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, this is just talking. 
a, like a, a bat rep. You're you're, well, you're the, filming the, problem, the battle reports. The, the, you're doing all. I this. can do all that. The problem is, I, I'm really good at editing audio. I am learning to. Video is a different animal because you got the picture and the sound. Yeah. And it's harder to make people not. It, it's harder to clean up when you have jump cuts and stuff. It's right. like, well, how do you transition? Because you can see it on the screen. And here you don't know what if I cut 15 minutes out of the right. the show. Mm. So it's something I want to do. Right. Okay. Yeah. So obviously it got you in the you know you've seen some games. It's got the bug. If you've driven down deeper into the rule set, what is it about the rules that you're enjoying? I guess they are clean rules. They are not bloated. It's not too complicated. Mm -hmm. And the fact that. Uh, you you do everything on your turn. The opponent does nothing. You can play with a chess clock. It's a tournament game. Uh, it, yeah. it, it, really like a pure... If you're going to design a tournament game, it has all of the bells and whistles that you would want from a tournament game. Yeah. And I love the fact that uh, they have common keywords between... Uh, yeah, that's one games. thing I like too, is that it. it's not like in, in some of the GW games where have like five different... War gear. That well, five all different ways to thing. say that you have crushing strength one. Right. So you no, know, it's it's just you add one to the dice yeah. when you're damaging in the right. But it's but feel it's not, no pain. Yeah, feel no pain is done like three or four different ways in, right. in 40k. So yeah, I, I do like the fact that like crushing strength means the same thing in Empire of Dust means the same thing in Ratkin means the same thing in Orcs means the same thing yeah, in as a Halflings. It all yeah. means the same. So I love I love that commonality. So the language is there, and so. When it comes to looking at uh, an army list, you may not know exactly how these things interact, but at least you know what Ensnare does. You know what Absolutely. Crushing yeah, Strength yeah. does. You know what Pathfinder does. So and I also you, think you don't need a hundred bucks uh, codex, right? Well, so let's talk about that. So the marketing, the, mar the way that Mantic sells their games is a little different, right? So they're not. Sure, and in some regards, it may be a little bit more like Private or Press, where you every so often there's a new book, and in that new book is new rules but everybody kind of gets a piece of the pie rather than right. a new pie okay now apple and, yeah. then, and then so there's only certain factions that get fed but with a, it feels like historically with classic kings updates right. like all right every five years we get a new arm we get a new rule book and, and new army list but then it's like every year it's like a, a drip feed all right well everybody gets a little something right and I don't every, know, every, that, everyone gets a little bit of I, i'd be curious to hear your take because obviously you've played a lot of flames of war like is that a unique thing in the industry, or is that a common thing that you have the drip feed where you're not? I guess what I'm saying is, is the GW method where you have codex or, or, or army uh, supplement? What do they call them in fantasy? I don't know. Army book, maybe. Uh, codex. Yeah. So codex, like, is that normal, or is it more the other way where you send out a book that has a little bit? I of hope it's not normal anymore. Right. Yeah. I think well, it, it should change. Feast or famine, right? Like, if you have, I assume, I remember in Warhammer Fantasy, if you have a new, if I'm playing Wood Elves, you have to go seven or eight years between army books, oh, right? I, it's like, uh, guys. I started with Necrons back in fourth edition. Mm -hmm. I think it was the third edition uh, codex. And I think the other codex was released in fifth or something. So, exactly. Wow. So you're, you're going like 10 years between codexes in some cases. I don't know. You have a unique perspective coming from Flames of War. How does how does Mantic Games? How is that com compared to like what Battlefront does from either a rule set or a marketing strategy? I'm, or I'm a bit out of touch. Now okay, with the fair. Flames of War, but uh, I think they they kept releasing uh, books every like three or four months, maybe. Right. But it was based on theaters of war. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. So you'd have a book like this is the Pacific Theater or... Right. Yeah, or North the, Africa. the Ardennes or... Right, right. 
But I guess it adds a little bit of a narrative context to the armies in yeah. the book. Yeah, it's kind of tough when you are, I mean, you want to talk about being hemmed in by stuff. I mean, right. they're not fighting in Los Angeles during World War II, so it's like there's not, <laughs> you know, you're limited as to what different theaters you can actually do. So, I mean, at least we're able to do that with doing the Ardennes Offensive or doing, you know, the Normandy Campaign and doing, you know, I guess Italy, they, you know. Team Yankee is the solution to that. They could right. do anything. It's yeah. fiction. Yeah, right? it's, it's pure it's fiction. fiction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, what are you enjo- what have you been enjoying? Because, I mean, obviously, you're probably not getting a lot of games in at home, I assume. Are, are you getting, are you able to play a lot of Mantic games at home? Uh, not yet. Yeah. Uh, so, we do play Firefight, though. Ooh. And. Are you I getting just some got the, the, the new two-player set for okay. Dead Zone for right. one of my friends, so right. hopefully we're going to play that. And as I said, my friend is uh, assembling my two armies, Ogres and EUD. Fantastic. Yeah, the Sands yeah. of a Moon box is awesome. Yeah, you, you, so, you, bought, you bought two, right? The Sands I, of a Moon? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. one thing. I bought two of those uh, starter sets. Each of you have it a book? It took three months. Oh no! Okay, so let's talk about it. So, what, what, what? So we've been talking favorably. Oh, this is great. What are some of the issues? Oh, well, that's not Mantic's issue, by the way. Okay. I guess that was the distributor. What's the, the issue? Canadian What's distributor. Okay. I, I won't name okay. them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh, there was an argument between them and the store, and it just took, I, took longer I think than it should. They eventually told the store that uh, they would not ship. The uh, the items, unless they were in a closer warehouse or something, and the store had no control. Oh, that's that, a bummer. So. What's, let's give a shout out to your local friendly gaming store. Where, where, where do you play when you're playing the store? Uh, that's it. We don't. Really you don't have one. Where. Well, we have the uh, Imaginaire. Okay. Uh, we have uh, Detour Detour Ludic. That's one. Uh, Are they mostly the Games Workshop? Games they being are, played there? but other stuff too. Okay. Okay. And, and I'm trying to get them to sell uh, on the shelf uh, Kings of War or something else. But yeah, it's it's, 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 it's tough. It's, it's tough. It's hard when you're having trouble getting stuck. A hundred percent. If you right. can't, if yeah, I mean the trick about with a new store getting set up to sell a new product. It's just like any other retailer, right? You don't want to overstock something that's not going to move, and you don't want to sit on a shelf. So it's like with our store, it's like, well, bring in the, bring in a couple books. Right. And then bring in a two-player starter. And, and then just slowly tra- – and, and, and if you go past that line, and now you've stocked the whole range and it's not selling, it's like, ah, you got to find that balance. you right. got to bring in – you know the quantity. It's difficult. On one hand, you want to bring in more stuff so that it's, people have impulse buy. But right. The same token, if you buy a bunch of stuff and there's not the the number of players to really yeah. buy it all, it's going to sit on the shelf, but and they're going to think the game's not popular. So, for Firefight, I started the community in Quebec, I guess, and we're now maybe six or seven players. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's going to grow. Are you pulling from 40k or where? Where are you finding the players coming from? Uh, well, like, like the, the like, old gang that that played the Flames of War okay. with me, okay. and some other players through Facebook. We, we met a guy that recently uh, immigrated from uh, Chile, and uh, yeah, he's, uh, oh yes, those Chilean <laughs> in French. Well, it's funny. He, he met with us without knowing us, uh, basically. Uh, nice. A few weeks ago, and I said to my friend, "Oh." Cool, he's not a hack murderer. You're nice, so. <laughs> right. it's, a, it's always a risk. It's funny though you say flames of war because I, 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 
I've always thought like most of the people coming over to the Mantic Sphere is coming from GW, and may- maybe from a volume perspective that's mm-hmm. the case. But right. I, I've been more acutely, or I've been noticing more. Maybe I'm just becoming more aware. Right. There's more Flames War guys coming through because Daniel Bryan, who is a gentleman who lives in my hometown, who lives literally across the street from my mother. Right, right. He, he, I went over to his house at Christmas and I went across the street and played. And he's a huge Flames War guy. And right. he just, you know, I think he had a similar story to you, Christian. Just like, yeah, just, eh, it just, it just didn't, I mean, it transitioned him out of the game in the sense that what he wanted from the game, it, the new additions weren't giving it to him. Right. And it, maybe he aged out, right? So it's interesting. And then obviously Brandon Golby's been on the show a few times. And Brandon's okay. a really great guy, and I yeah. love, love talking to Brandon. Yeah, I met him. Uh, I think it was in Serbia. I would assume so. He showed some pictures, and that's how I knew that. All right. Yeah, he showed me some pictures. You were in the picture, and Sean, and I guess it must have been in one of the ETC events where the Team Canada was for Flames of War was presented there. Maybe it was the second year in Serbia, because we went Poland, Serbia, Serbia, Greece. Yes. Yeah. You know. Maybe we need to do an episode or a, a poll on our thing, like a, a chat, a Facebook group discussion about where are people coming from. Right. You know, they could be fresh, could be new working mm-hmm. but are they coming from a different right. sphere? Yeah, because I came from X-Wing. Right, exactly. So. Exactly. You know, one of the other things I wanted to get your take on, obviously, you're an experienced gamer, you've been around, you've played a lot of different games. One of the... Th- I'm old. I was <laughs> We weren't going to say that. We were going to say that. <laughs> but now that you said it. No, but uh, one of the things Seasoned. that I'm always curious about is... When you have a smaller game company, the supporting the game company is more important, right? I think in general because mm-hmm. you know GW, they're, they're, you know, there's GW and then there's everybody else. Right. But I've noticed you're you're new into the game, but all your stuff is Mantic. And is there a specific reason uh, that you that you that you're not proxying models or that you're? I mean, is it just well, I, I have a 3D printer. I could 3D print everything. Yeah. But it's a small company. Got to support so, them. Uh, we can't really support them by just buying the rule book like one time. So, hundred percent. I'm. I'm just. It's always in flames of war. I assume that back in the day, maybe there's plastic toy soldier companies, some other people now. But back in the day, most of the models were made by Battlefront. I know over yeah. the years it's maybe transitioned, but when they were a small company, right? All right. Uh, and now with 3D printing, uh, you can't copyright a Sherman or a Tiger. So. That's true. <laughs> no, right. It's, historical. It's a, it's a pretty. It's well, pretty and, out there. And it's know. funny you say that because that's how GW is sort of like they're moving into all IP protected right. trademarks. Yeah, yeah they would change it to the arcs were called uh, right. So they would change it to a tiger T Y G E R to be able to exactly the copyright. It's not a tiger. It's a tiger. So what have you what have you been enjoying about this weekend so far? And because you've been to a lot of these events, you guys. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Seriously, because uh, when did I join the Discord? In November, October? Something like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, by uh, the way, on Discord, your English is very good. What? On Discord, <laughs> your English is very good on Discord. Do you mean my type, type English? Okay. Uh, so what does that mean? No, I, 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 are, <laughs> you, are you saying I have an accent? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I love it because that's how my dad would sound before he passed. Yeah. Like, that's my dad. You know, oh, family. okay. But it's All great. Right. It's right. great. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It was... <sighs> I was talking to Marcelo yesterday. I, 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 I embarrassed myself by saying, oh, you're an Italian. 
that was from Australia. Like he's actually Argentinian, so he's like he made he made sure I understood that there's a distinction here. No, well, he was like he was like Bubba because of my accent. I was like, oh, your accent. So what is that? Alabama. And by the way, I wanted to thank you for matching me with uh, Felix. Oh, good. I'm glad. Tournament. Well, when you said you needed a partner, it's like, and I know you were looking for a partner. Right. It's like, well. Number one, you're local. You could probably bring armies. And right. Felix is just a, a great ambassador for the community, right? Yeah, and that's... A, and he doesn't play terrible either. And that's a great way to get new players. Well, uh, doubles don't are... Don't be afraid if you have... Uh, the du doubles are really good. Yeah, doubles are the best way for somebody to go, hey, I don't really feel comfortable jumping into a two-day GT with, at 2,300 points, but hey, I would love to go with an experienced player who can show me the ropes. Right. Because the, 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 the mechanics or the inner workings is the same as the big GT, but you have a friend that is, hey, Christian, I see... Let's try this. And you're able to go, hey, man, look, I've done Blames of War. Let's try, you know, so it's interesting, the new player right. and the inexperienced yeah, player. Yeah, it, and it helped, too, because I had a, a thousand points of ogres basically already done. And ogres yeah. is a really friendly well, 100%, family. 100%, you know, right? Beginner I, army, I love so. demoing ogres. Like, and and those, that's why I love the Sands of a Moonbox, because ogres and EOD. So ogres are elite. There's less units. But they are forgiving in the sense that you can... They're ogres, <laughs> like they. Their nerve may be a little lower, but like they punch hard, and it's like kids, kids and new players can get that. Oh, I punched you in the face. Right. And so then the EOD is very resilient because they don't die easy. They're all fearless, and so right. It's a great, so it's a his his on. army list I gave him had a giant, had a horde of uh, boomers, had a horde of siegebreakers, had a warlock. And, and and so what, it's like he's able showcasing to get all of the aspects of the. Because the, the one thing that I love about Kings of War is the better players do not. Well, let me say it like this. Skew lists can be effective in the right matchup. So if you want to have all flyers, you want to have all shooting, great. But if you want to win a tournament and have the, put yourself in the position to win a tournament, you really need a combined arms list that has a, a tool to handle any eventuality that you may pop up in. And that's what you gave him, right? He had right. some shooting. He had some defense six. He had a – I love giants. They hit on fours, so they're real swingy. But there's nothing like going in there and going, but he, he got to, 2d6, boom. He got to learn that because he punked a – was it Lakeladon or something? To help us win the game on game three, you had the giant charge that like uh, dinosaur-looking thing yeah. and punched it off. List. Just punched it off the off the token and, and, and claimed yeah. it. Uh, helped us helped us win, you know. So um, and then he also he also and then his giant also killed the regiment of Alohi, a trooper. Yeah, regiment Alohi to help that, that that caused us to win the game. So like his giant was just smashing everything. Were you playing two. Grant or who you playing? That was against uh, Andy. Andy. Andy and son Alex. Oh, so, oh, Andy Sherman. Sherman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of those like we we were tied at the bottom of six and they were rolled seven. Right. And right, then we were right. able to. We then traded a piece, but he killed one of our units strength one things. We killed his unit strength two things. So we ended up winning uh, was it two to one on unit strength. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, it was super close. It was like a tie at the bottom of the game, and then we yeah. rolled seven. It's Much like, closer than the third game. Who'd you play in the third game? Uh, well, we won't say. But <laughs> to protect we the innocence. did not lose a single unit. Yeah. They had we we killed we, we about 1,700 point. points of their armies, and we lost. Mark Zelinsky and Colin Zelinsky? Yeah. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> what you mean, you Yeah. Well, well, the thing but, about Mark is he's just here to have a good time, and that's, right. what, that's the thing I love about Keys of War. There right. are people well, here that want to be competitive. But it, but it was funny. Like, we, we, we're doing the, you know, the, the, the writing up of the scores and stuff like that. It's like, hey, how much you lose, Christian? Christian's like, um. Nothing. I don't think I lost They're anything. <laughs> and, then I, and then I looked at my thing, because I have my little board. I put all the things when they die, and then the board's empty. I'm 
like, oh, I, I, I did some model. It's but unusual. We, we counted our drops, and we both, because we had 10 drops between the two of us, and all 10 drops are still on the table. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to do that. In I've, I've been playing for 10 years, but, and it's happened one time. Where you yeah, you got unlucky, well. but... There was one move at the start of the game that changed everything, I think. Yeah, I think, I think and Mark would say, would admit it, it was that deployment. Well, you lose the game, you can lose the game in deployment, especially if you don't have fast units to recover, and they were playing, uh, uh, they were playing Orcs undead. And, so, and, and neither one of those are t t particularly speedy. Orcs, Orcs and, and undead, undead, yeah. They're not and nimble and stuff. So. Yeah, but I mean, he had a pretty nasty, it was the, um, the Revenant Cav Horde with the Brew of Strength. Right. So you have... 32 attacks, hitting on fours with crush one, thunder two. Mm -hmm. But Colin took it into the Siege Breakers and didn't roll all that well and got right. seven wounds. Yeah, Siege Breakers are tough, man, but they are only 15, 17. Yeah, but, so you can pop them, right. but they're defense six. So you, you got to Yeah, but he's like, he, he, you know, you had, what was it? Well, the thing we had it set up and the way I, I had Christian set it up was basically wherever he charged... They were those those. Uh, you got to pay a price. Those revenants are going to get charged you by the price. giant. It's a game. Of, it's a game of trade, right? Like I'm going to yep. give you something, and what I take from you in return, I hope in financially is better for me. And right. If you do that over the course of a game, that's how you win. Yep. And, and but it ended up working out even better for us. He only did seven wounds. So I was like, cool, ten twice. No, got it. And so then there was a horde of warriors in the flank, and then the siege breakers were countercharging, mm -hmm. and the giant coming in. So it's just like that. Exploded that revenant cab board, right. and it just that, that that opened up the game for so us. You got, yeah. So, what did you think of you know three games after a doubles event? Did you have a good time? Oh yeah, definitely. Awesome. And then how did you find the big game? I know that you. you oh, did that, that was really fun. It's a wholely different I took animal. Some pictures. Less strategy, less tactics, and more. Oh just, yeah, it's just just throw dice. Casual and relax. I, yeah. I love to see people's face the first time they have a zombie legion. And they charge something in the rear, and they're like, oh, it's ninety what, attacks. Ninety attacks. <laughs> All yeah, right. we had great fun. It's fantastic. How's the weekend been going so far? Uh, not too bad. I think I got the, the Com uh, crowd, basically. And, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, how, to get the... How did you feel? Because we got housed our first game of the team tournament. I know you're kind of like, what just happened? Well, sometimes, so I don't know what game you like, played. How, how did you feel? Like, was, it, was it a matchup thing, though? Because sometimes there are like, oh, I brought a hammer. And, and this is a, I don't know, uh, uh, I brought a piece of paper and they have a knife. Just, right. So we were up against Travis and Donnie. Oh, yeah. So we lost to them, too. Right. I mean, they, they were yeah. great. But it was like his first game of Kings of War, like, ever. And he's got three Huskal regiments. Well, so you and got, like you got, two, you got two very intelligent <laughs> and competitive players. I mean, you got one guy who's been the... One of them was a... Think, uh, well, let me ask. It must have Travis, been Travis. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Travis is uh, very nice players and yeah. very. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's one thing I like about the, this community. Seriously, mm -hmm. there's no. I'm gonna tell you what my theory is, but I would love to hear your take on it. My theory is that <laughs> the game rule set doesn't allow a lot of abuse, and so because you're not a gotcha game where I'm here to trick you, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, number one. It's not a. It really isn't a list building game. It's not. It's not. I mean, list building is important. It's a little bit more than it has been in the past, but it's still not right. You don't. You will not necessarily win just because you showed up with whatever the hotness is. The, the second thing though is because it's not a gotcha game, it doesn't like put out bad vibes. And so what I'm saying is, I don't think the games attract 
the kind of players that would be in that that uh, would, would would exhibit those behaviors that we would find offensive. Right, because yeah. even though I mean, even as we were getting housed in game one, they were giving us advice and suggestions on stuff. Yeah, Travis like and, and Donnie the, were like, "Yeah, you should treat this or do that." Of yeah, my giant. Right. Yeah, of, yeah. After after they beat us, they did the whole thing like, "No, you put the giant in the wrong spot. You should do it here." And so we did that the next two games, and that and it really off. it paid off. That you know we was able to take advantage of that placement of the Giants. I, I love the fact that the community is very like, we're going to take you in. You might lose some games. Well, you will lose some games. Right. Oh. But we're going to, we're going to, you're going to leave the experience being more knowledgeable and then you're going to be, 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 you're now a disciple. So now you're going to share, you're going to grow and you're going to be yeah. more experienced and you're going to share that. The, well, number one, the passion, but also we all want really good players to play. Yeah, I think, the thing is, yeah. is like making you better helps us in the community because I don't want to just go in and smack people down. It gets boring yeah. to just, you know, yeah. absolutely trash. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't, but I don't want to win every week either. I mean, I don't, I hardly ever win, but uh, I don't want to win every time. I want to make people better. I'd rather lose to a good player that had a great, great strategy than to either win on dice, like, oh, I got lucky, or just playing someone that's not developed. You know, my job is to develop any opponent Right, as a good yeah. player, if they want to, I'm not gonna. If you just there are there are hobbyists in our community, and they really don't really care. That's okay. You know, there's room for. I mean, we have a game that's based on three things: it's based on your ability to play on the table, right, and it'd be a good sport about it. And then number three, obviously, paint an army. And you know, the the painting thing. If you don't want to paint it, you can certainly buy an army. If and you can learn to be better as a general. The sports thing. That's that's probably the most important piece because right. if you can't have yeah. the table etiquette. Uh, everything else falls. It doesn't matter if you're a great painter if you're a jerk, or it doesn't matter if you're a great general if you're a jerk. Right. So, yeah. well, it's like even as we we're getting tabled, basically, we, we had like one unit left at the end of that game one. We were still cracking jokes with them and stuff like that because Donnie was misremembering the name of one of the artifacts. We're like, dude, what is that? And blah, blah, blah. But we're still having fun and yeah, cracking the up. Sword so. of striking. Yeah, he called it the sort of striking. He was like, we got to read what the sort of striking. I'm like, you Donnie. Blood, blood slashing? I'm like, what is that? He's like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, what, what does it do? He's like, get to reroll the hey, like, hey, Donnie, can you show me the book with the <laughs> Yeah. Sort of striking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Fantastic. It's only Thursday. What are you? What are you so, how have you found? Just, I mean, I know obviously we've talked a lot about Mantic, but just Adepticon in general. How's been the experience this time? This is uh, not your first Adepticon. Yeah. Oh, this, it is. This is my first. Okay. Yeah. Are you enjoying Adepticon? Oh yeah, very much. Uh, the only thing bad was the uh, the badge. Uh, Registration was yeah. a difficult was thing. Crazy. Oh no 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 no! Not the line. I oh. mean, when we we got our badges uh, online. Oh, the when registration we, online sign yeah. up. Oh, the, the website. The red ring of death, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. They gave out stickers. Uh, stickers for I that. was able to get a premium badge, but I really wanted the VIG VIG. badge. And now uh, you saw yeah. it, you probably really wanted the VIG badge. It's great. It's really yeah. cool. The boxes and stuff. Yeah. Well, also, I know we're getting close to time. I know we're going to dice, I think, at 9, 9 o'clock or something like that. Well, it's 8.38, yeah. so we still got some time. Okay, but, yeah. well, then, look. So, what else have you seen besides what's going on in Kings of War? Uh, I've seen the Battletech uh, booth, mm -hmm. and uh, I got into their Kickstarter, which is which has reached like 4.3 million. That's fantastic. So That's Catalyst Games, Battletech? Yeah, yeah. Catalyst Games Lab. That's fantastic for them. Uh, great. Yeah, I walked around a little bit. I got some stuff from Mantic. And so, uh, I guess I kept passing my uh, wisdom saves. 
so I didn't buy too much. So you, well, did you buy? As long as you don't buy, you're flying, so you've got to make sure oh. you don't buy so much you can't. Are you shipping it home? Uh, no, I'm flying, but I brought basically an empty suitcase. Man, you are a pro. Yeah, pro. Who's your favorite Mantic employee that you've met this weekend? Ah, I don't know. They are great guys. Uh, Fantastic. Mantic, did you, get, did you, uh, you got to meet Kyle and Martin and yeah, yeah, and Pat. Kyle, the one-armed man. That's yeah. right. And Pat and. Uh, yeah. That's fantastic. So you're having a good time? Yeah. What's your next, What have you already started thinking about when's the next time I'm going to go to a two-day GT or a convention? That oh, place that's the work? thing. There's no big tournament. Well, there's some in... Uh, you Is there something in Maine or Vermont? Or uh, No, there's upstate New York, though. There are some. Yeah. In fact, the largest event is in upstate New York. And uh, Quebec City to Toronto is a long drive, right? Eight hours. Okay. So we have a pretty good scene there. Yeah, they, wasn't there the March of Death? March of Death was recently, yeah, and Alex Goose. But the problem is he's not he's not French-Canadian, so I don't know how... Oh, cool. that's okay. And I, I think <laughs> there was a guy, was it Matt Cerrone or... Mm-hmm. He's from he's from the area. There's a there, there are there are players in Canada, and obviously we're gonna have players in Quebec because yeah, Christian um, is the first man over the wall, right? <laughs> gonna he's gonna he's it. gonna build it. Well, we appreciate you coming on and talking, and right. definitely want to check back in and like after uh, the rest of your weekend. Because what are you doing today? Uh, playing Dead Zone. Dead Zone and Dead Zone National Championship. Yeah. And there's like 20 uh, After players. like two games. Yeah, one but on you're gonna have a good, you're gonna have a good time. What are you playing? You're playing Veerman in Dead Zone yeah. as well. Yeah. What is it about Dead Zone that you you enjoy? Because it, oh. it sounds like you've been playing a lot of the fantasy or the historical games. But yeah. are you also a sci? I mean, I guess you started with 40k. Yeah. So you're. Yeah, and I and I play Firefight too. So. Oh, good yeah. point. No, I, I don't know. Uh, I like the the fact there there's no measuring. Mm -hmm. It's uh, square. Exactly right. But you've got true line of sight, so it's it's a mix. It's of, a different animal, and it's tight, fast, and uh, I don't know. It's a very, very, very good. What game. would be out of all the games in Mantic that you've played, which is the best game today for you that you just enjoy the most? Uh, so far, uh, I don't know. And don't don't be uh, beholden the Kings of War. Because I am a prescriber that Dead Zone is their best game, even though even though I'm not as much of a sci-fi guy. I, I, I think it might be because I watch a lot of uh, bat reps, and once again, Tyler's mm -hmm. channel, and it's incredible. Right. Well, awesome. Because uh, I tried Kill Team, the latest edition, and didn't like it. So. Yeah. Dead Zone is much better. Dead Zone is life. <laughs> yeah, say Dead Zone is life. So, yeah. well, awesome guys. All right, I appreciate. It. I know you got to get over there and get your army probably out. I don't know what time. Well, they're just still setting up tables. You have what time do you guys start? Uh, nine. Oh, you should at nine as well. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I appreciate you. Guys. So, Rob, Jeremy, two games into Adepta Clash, first day. How are you feeling? I have one win and one draw. The draw that I have, I, I, I don't deserve at all. Playing Steve Malone, he had me dead, dead to rights. And we had um, two things that came up that I feel really bad about. I rolled nerve in a key position, and I had one of the nerve dice landed on one of his units, but it wasn't cocked at all. And we hadn't talked about beforehand what we would re-roll. So I just gave it the option to him. I was like, do you want me to re-roll it? I'd be happy to re-roll it. And he said, no, the unit's 
kept the nerf uh, roll. So the so the first roll, it was dead. It was but, dead. Yeah. And we, we put a dice on top of it. It what, the dice didn't fall over, but it was like on his base a little bit. But yeah. That's the rule I use. If it, if, it, if it's if it's flat. If it's flat. Even if it's on something. But I felt really bad because it was like a super key moment of the game. Yeah. So I was just like, dude, you want me to re-roll it? I'd be happy. I didn't. I didn't. I wanted him to decide. Yeah. What yeah. You, and I would have been happy to do it with either because right. we didn't ahead of time. Usually I play if a dice fits on top, it's not, it doesn't fall over. But we didn't say that ahead of time. We didn't agree on something. So I would have been happy to re-roll it. And then that, he was winning. And then that put it to a draw. And then I think he was like trying to process that. And we went to a combat and he forgot to roll his vicious. Oh man. And then we yeah. were trying to figure out, well, okay, what would have happened? And and if there's no turn seven, it's a draw, and there's no turn seven. Yeah. So all three of those sort of sloppy things happen sort of all at the end of the game. Yeah. So it's just kind of a, I don't know, it wasn't, I mean, you gave him the decision, right? So yeah. it wasn't necessarily a feel-bad moment, but. No, uh, yeah. but I felt a little bit good. I felt a little, I didn't want him to feel like I was cheesing him at all because it was like a super important nerve roll. So I was just like, whatever you want to do, I'd be yeah. happy to re-roll it. But anyway, so it's a draw. But I think the draw is not that bad because we both ended up getting 14 points. Nice. So you each, each you got, got 10 and then, plus three for attrition yep. plus killing each other's bar. Ooh, both got three for attrition. That's a that's yep. a fun game. Oh, dude, that's a fun game. He killed 19,000 of my list, and I killed 18 or 19,000. 19,000. Ni- he killed <laughs> 1,900, and I killed 1,800. So there was only like one or two units aside left. Steve played so well. Great rat list. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. One win and one one draw. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. Rob, what about you? Oh, man. It, I've deserved everything I've gotten today. <laughs> no, I'm one and one. I'm going to save game one because there's not going to be a game that's going to top game one. I will just give you two little things, but I'm going to let Kyle Ritchie give you the play-by-play. Essentially... I did everything I needed to do. He has ogres with a bunch of siege breakers, the whole nine yards. He's even got the boomer chariots to give the stealthy aura. Yeah. He's playing great. And I charged. I, I did all the locking up, and I got in there, and I made the moves, and I freaking just bad nerve, bad nerve. It's like, oh, it's about to go down now because you yeah. punched. And, uh, yeah, one one tyrant horde died. Flanked by siege breakers? Yeah, they're not. Yeah. So it really came down to... That wasn't the first wave of bad luck I had, but it was offset by the early. I was able to take some stuff off with the shooting of the scorch wings. But then I'm going to tell you what happened, <laughs> and you're not going to believe me, but I'm going to tell you anyways, and I'll let Kyle explain it. Essentially, I end up flubbing a roll. Uh, so tyrant, uh, rhinosaur cav go into a regiment of warriors, which you should annihilate. Which you should annihilate. Yeah, and I don't annihilate. All right, they fight back. Da, 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 da. I'm disordered. I takes a second turn, but that second turn was key because he's able to get the siege breakers. So once I kill him, I'm turning. He's slamming me. Yeah. And so, long story short, I, I make my turn and I'm ready. I'm like, come on, take take the damn things off. Twelve, you know, eighteen attacks on threes uh, with crush two. So threes and threes, right? So that's at least nine. And 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 they had one wound on him, so that's ten. He sends the fresh siege breakers in. And he misses the roll on the nerve by one. So they're dash 18, he gets 17. Oh, geez. And that's it. That's the one roll, because they're not inspired. There's no inspiring over there. Yeah. And he's, and, and he's like, that's fine. That's fine. They're siege breakers. You're, you're disordered. 
You're going to be hitting me? All right, so I'm going to have 18 attacks on threes. I'm going to hit 12 times. But you need fives, bro. Fives. No, they don't, they don't have crushing. They're just I have crushing thunders. one, thunder two. Oh, oh wow. Right. Okay. So yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, well, that's fine, Kyle. Watch this. So I don't, I don't remember. All I remember is I rolled an 11 and a 12 for the nerve. Boom, boom. Because he was inspired. Uh-huh. And he picked that shit up. Uh-huh. And he was like... Rob just went into red, red Rob. He I just like, saw Wah. red mist. <laughs> but that, but that, but so what that meant was a, a win to him is now a win to me because essentially he was he had more unit strength, but now him losing three swings it. And, and here's the big thing: it's all on his side of the invade table. So I'm already over there. He needed to kill me and make the overrun, and then you know, and and it would have been an even wider win. Yeah. But so, anyways, that happened. End of the game, we roll a turn seven, exactly what he needs. He's got drain life, drain life. Isn't that much left anyways. He's got, neither one of us, we both got, I think we both got plus three for attrition. It was nothing left. I had a horde, uh, ember sprites. By the way, I was cheating in the first game. Uh, What'd you do? They're shambling. Cheater. They're shambling. So they can't. Uh, to be fair, no, Rob, I, talk, I asked you about that before we started. But to be fair, I don't think I actually cheated in the first game. And Chris, <laughs> Chris pointed it out in the second game, so thankfully. Yeah. Because I, I only moved him once, and that was for the charge, so that was fine. Yeah, But yeah, uh, yeah. this is what happens. He's got, in seven, he's got two drain lives and a lightning bolt. I've got, I don't know, eight, ten wounds on these yeah, dudes. Yeah, yeah. Snake eyes. Oh, so he, he he does the damage yeah. and then stink ice, and they're like they're alive, and so that that was a win. That was game, was, but it was great. Yeah. Uh, second game on it. Look, Chris just outplayed me. He's got a better list than me. That's like, team wad right there. Yeah, it was great. To be fair, I don't really know what to do. I haven't. I've never had this type of army to play against. That a grindy list, right? He's got all the heal. He's got all the life. Yeah, he's got all the everything. And yet he still also can reach out and touch me with light with uh, the soul snare. Slave Guardian Archers too. Uh -huh. Yeah. Really nasty. So, Slave Guardian Archers. Nine wounds on the tyrants in the first turn. I only have five heal. He got him by turn three or turn two. So a great game. Super nice guy. Yeah. Serious. Yeah. He's a serious guy. Yeah. And it was great. It was very fun. clean I player. Like, I like clean. Yeah. I like clean play. I'm one and one right now. So my uh, first game was against orcs. It was a really interesting orc list. I've played orcs a lot, but this guy had um, eight. It was Dan. He had 18 drops, 27 wow, units strength. So he was running units. the the Morax, I think the Defense 4 guys, Defense 4 Crush 1. The ones who got 20 attacks? like Yeah, the yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was, uh, I think he had four or five regiments of them, right? So it was a lot of attacks. Um, it was a uh, it was an awesome game to have started Depth of Clash. It was su super close, uh, honestly, up until turn five. I was able to, uh, so we are playing Invade, and I'm running, uh, so I'm playing Undead. I had the Shambling Blight, so obviously I anchor everything in the center with them. I actually punched through his center, right? Mm -hmm. I had both my legions over, and I was starting to pivot out on either side because he still had some cavalry, a giant on my right flank, okay. and he had two regiments left on the left flank. Um, so I, uh, I, I charged my whites to clean up those flanks. I did, like, they, they rolled pretty well. I did, like, nine, ten wounds. Still needed, you know, a seven to break, um, and I didn't. I, I rolled for an error at that time. The next turn around, two hordes of rights, two hordes of whites, and a troop of wraiths, all fresh, right? Cleared them right off, yeah. just regular front charges. So both of my hammers were gone. My last defense six unit was gone, and um, yeah, he cleaned up after that. We rolled turn seven. It didn't really matter. We knew he had it because all I had left was 
a Legion of Zombies was unit strength four and a Gorblight unit strength one, but he already had two regiments over. Um, excellent game. It was uh, honestly it was super exciting to start. It was really close up until you know he cleaned up all of my hammers. And then my uh, my second game was the old Undead v Undead Mirror match. Both of us ran three hordes of whites, which was uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, so he went more um, towards. He had four regiments of zombies, whereas I have two legions and a regiment. And he, he spread out his line a lot more, so I was able to really, really gum him up with my three troops of wraiths and uh, two legions of zombies. Um, I also got really lucky the way, so I had a, um, a woods on my side of the deployment zone, and up, it was for about three turns, I had a, a troop of a troop of wraiths and a horde of whites just chilling behind the woods. He had his, uh, Vampire on Undead Pegasus waiting on the other side because he, you know, he didn't want to fly over and and face the surge. But I finally was like, you know what? I need to ground that thing. So the way it was uh, with the rates being nimble, I was able to move him completely out of the woods, land two inches away. I needed a two-inch surge. I had surge five, so it was a little bit of a gamble. I ended up getting it grounded the uh, the dragon, which kind of secured that flank and grinded it out for uh, two or three turns and uh, fi- finally killed it. Um, which was which was pretty nice, and then in the on the left flank, I got really lucky, man. He, so he had two regiments of Revenant Cav. I had two troops, and I killed uh, the two regiments of Revenant Cav, which were his biggest anvils. Uh, first first charges with everything. We, oh, geez, Louise. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it, it took a, like a double or a triple commit to do it, but after I cleaned those up, I just kind of tried to be smart with uh, with my white placement, and I actually deployed horrendously. And uh, had a horde of whites that didn't charge until turn six because they were behind a bunch of height three stuff. Uh, but it ended up working out. I will say, though, turn five, there were four combats. And, you know, at this point, it was still close. Like, we didn't know who was going to win. And I rolled, like, seven plus on all the nerves re-rolling. And I passed, like, I routed 40 units. Jeez. So I definitely got lucky there. But it was a fun game. Great guy to play with. Really clean player. So I'm, I'm having a great time. Looking forward to game three. He's a Temple brother, bro. All Temple brothers are good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, after beating Kyle, uh, apologies. I had to go. I got yelled at for not turning on my score sheet. <laughs> but this time, it was legit. I didn't turn on my score Sitting on the table over there. I played Chris DeGraw. He just, he just outplayed me. Like, it was, the, it, was the, it was a really good army, and he's a good player, and I just didn't have any answers. Caught me off with the... Uh, Casting whole shadow beats. He's not moving at the double. He's charging. Wait, what? What is that? You cast it on yourself in close combat. So if you charge with a unit, like if 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 your mummy oh. has whole shadow, because it says self CC. Yeah. So you yeah. can class it in close combat. So yeah, that's the design intention is to be able to charge with a caster. They cast it on themselves and then they get the extra attacks. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I just don't think it should be on a flying character. That's my big thing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have it on the uh, um the Pharaoh? Well, yeah, the the winged Pharaoh with the, with the with whole shadow beast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's nasty, because then it, I mean, it goes it's to defend. I mean, it's, it's a good tool, man. It's really good. Yeah, because you end up, depending on if you pay for the extra spell level, you end up with either Host Shadow Beast 4 or Host Shadow Beast 5, which is five attacks yeah. on threes, crushing three, which make that the mummy like a beat stick yeah. character. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, getting a speed 10 for going from defense 6 to defense 5, 100% worth it. Yeah, no, that's that's a great piece. Yeah, that's a, his army is really interesting too because if I'm not mistaken, and Rob, you might know, it's 12 drops and 17 unit strength. 
right? About 17. Yeah. So it's a, it's an interesting bill, but it's obviously working for him because he's, he's 2-0 and now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a good second-round matchup. Adam Ballard played Jeff Shilkin. Do you, does anyone know? Well, who, Jeff won his first game, so they must have. I don't they know. both won. I'm just wondering mm-hmm. who won that second game. That oh, man. Game. That's the, the master be master right there, right? Shilkin's Clash of Kings champion last year. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the reigning Clash of Kings versus, versus the reigning the US, US Master. Master yeah. Nice. So that's a like that's a, a matchup that you would expect to maybe have later on in the tournament. Yeah. yeah. So uh, whoever's gonna play the loser of that match in round three is gonna have a rough uh, oh God. rough opponent. Yeah. If you're one and one right now, that's yeah. gonna be rough. To face right, either though. the uh, U.S. Master or Jeff Shilkin, both amazing players. I, mean, I think one of the interesting things is this room is so good. Consolation, booby prize for losing your first game is playing another Masters player. Exactly. Keith Randall lost the first round. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Who beat him? I don't know. Uh, Marcelo. Eric, Eric. What it just? I know we said it a million times, but what a stacked room, you know? Yeah, it's great. It's it's a wonderful room. But we'll all find parity. We will. We will all go to our comfy space. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, one more thing. I bought. Did you guys see? I bought some uh, sprues. They have sprues. They open. They had to open up starter boxes to get army books. Okay. All the sprues in the army box for five bucks, or if it's a double sprue, it was ten bucks. Oh wow! So I bought some EOD inf- uh, cavalry for two dollars a model, and I bought some EOD infantry for one dollar a model. Nice. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, model. that's awesome. I saw some people walking around with sprues. So I was wondering I, what that was from. I gave Zelensky a job in twenty dollars. So uh-huh. You're like, Mark, make it so. Oh yeah, he, he's not playing, is he? Yeah, they're hanging out today, which isn't a bad idea. It was kind of nice yesterday. I didn't, I didn't play Armada or Firefly, but I got to hang out here and see it. Took a class. It was it was a little relaxing. Spent way too much money in the vendor hall, but it was a good time. It's been a great day so far. Yeah. And Shannon Shoemaker. I saw that. Shannon yeah. blesses, blesses us with his presence. Nice to see Shannon. All right, we're back with Kyle Ritchie, my one-round opponent. I want you to talk about the game. I've already kind of said my piece. You, you talk about it. And then tell me how round two went. Um, well, against you, we were kicking each other in the... In the, in the junk. In the junk, yeah. It was looking like I, I had it. No. It was looking like I, I was going to get it. And then uh, you had that really big uh, kill well, against why don't you tell people? Why, why don't you set it up? Uh, tell people what, what happened. Because I, I was like... I'm still like euphoric. You're like, what the hell? I mean, the consolation prize was getting my ass kicked in the second round, but. Right. Well, you started rolling some snake eyes and some other stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, gosh. I'm trying to recall, because I just played Eric. Yeah, so you, you in the corner, we're playing Invadon, your side of the table. Essentially, I take me, it takes me too long to get through a warrior regiment with my rhino horde. Yeah. And what it does is it allows you to have a fresh siege breaker horde. Yep, it did. Into my rhinos, and they had one wound on them at the time. Yep. And then my siege breakers came in and did, I don't know. They did a lot. Six or seven wounds. They did enough. They did, they did enough. And you got brutal. Yep. Uh, and you rolled a seven. Well, you rolled the rolled, equivalent of a 17, rolled, so one under I the nerve. I rolled shy. Exactly, by one. Yep. And then uh, you got a counter charge. Right. Now, I'm disordered, so I'm hitting on threes, but I'm only wounding on fives. Yeah, because you didn't have the thunder. And so yep. I believe... You did five wounds. Okay, which is crazy. Well, it's not crazy. Needing, it's it's then, higher. Yeah, yeah. You, they were fresh seed breakers. You did five wounds, and then uh, you needed 12s to kill well, them. Well, I needed 11 because of Brutal. Or, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, so yeah. I rolled an 11 on the first dice, and you told me what? You were like... No, no, no. You rolled... You rolled boxcars. The first time. And then I was like, yeah, you won't do that again. 
And then uh, you rolled it again, and you rolled boxcars again. Boxcars, boxcars. And your face was like... And then the game instantly went your favor. Yeah. But then, but then you got kicked in the balls again because oh, yeah. you had another shot. We, we had the turn seven. Yeah, we had the turn seven. Uh, I had a chance to kill that rhino horde. You had what? Lightning bolt I had, four. Uh, lightning you had drain bolt life four. five. And uh, yep, yep. Drain life did a couple wounds. Lightning bolt did a couple wounds. I needed, I think it was nine. And you I rolled, rolled an eight. eight. Yeah. And now. That and that's the how game. the cookie. But then you told me, well, ha ha ha, you just scored like nineteen points out of twenty. Whatever. No, no, it was. no, no. no. Uh, you got seventeen. Out okay. Of it. All right. Whatever it was. You, you were you one shy of max. Is right. What I said. What's max? Twenty in this. I think it's 18. Oh, and then you have the, the two oh, no, points. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, 20, 20. Yeah, so uh, I was one shy of max. 15 for the win. Two for the scenario. Three for the attrition and two for the, the bonus points. Yeah, the so point. I only have one of the bonus points. Right. So you're like, you got 19, sucker. You're going to lose. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I did, so it's fine. Yeah. Like Chris, 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 Chris was like, Chris, yeah, Chris was like, I'm I'm, I'm avenging my, yeah. my, my best friend's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, how'd your second game go? Uh, it was pretty good. Who'd you play? Eric Trowbridge. Oh, well, then, okay. <laughs> You learned a lot. I learned. Uh, I You're going to learn today. I learned that I deployed incorrectly with two units. I should have had uh, a unit of Siege Breakers in the middle in front, on right. the front line, so I could have uh, moved at the double, hit the token, and picked it up because we were playing uh, loot. And then uh, I didn't have a way to deal with uh, his fast Brock Riders. Mm-hmm. Um, over here, he was playing dwarves, so he got that one really easy. So I, I, I made a mistake, and uh, he, he made got, you pay for it. I got, I made a mistake. He got the two tokens and ran off with them as dwarves. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, um, but other than that, it was a really, it was a pretty bloody fight. Uh, we killed each other. Yeah. Real, real bad. So. Well, let's get ready for round three. I'm sure you're going to play something. You're one on one. I've lost. Oh, sorry, Doug. You, you kicked my ass. No, I didn't. I, to be fair, maybe on the score, but on the like, well, literally, it was like I mean, four to I three. Mean, yeah, yeah. Our, you had our, four. Our attrition was. I think you killed. 17, it was like a lot, seventy it was, of my stuff, and I killed like sixteen. It was like hundred and fifty points difference. E, if that, yeah. Yeah, we both killed three points. Yeah, yeah. And like on the score for invade, it was like I had three. I think I had six unit strength, and you had four or five. Four, right? Because you have uh, no. Three. I had three. Had I killed that, uh, you would have swung it to your favor. And it, and it would have, yeah. it, well, it no, crazy. no, no, it would have drawn. It would have drawn. That's if right. If I killed that, unit. that's right. Yeah. I appreciate you rolling the great dice for me. Yeah. Awesome. We'll have a great third game, and we'll chat after that. We'll see me how too. you do. All right. Me too. Well, we're back after round three, and we'll recap the day later. But we have a an emissary of Kings of War. That's what I'm gonna call you, the emissary of Kings of War. We were like, where the hell is Shannon Shoemaker? Why isn't he playing anymore? I know. Tell us the story. Why are you retired from Kings of War? Are you just that good that you just, you're done? I'm just, I'm over the hill now and things are it's all going down. Over the hill? That means I'm like on the way on the other side of the river. Yeah. So the kids uh, just really got busy with kids and high school activities and they're playing sports year round. And so it was eating up a lot of my weekends and I just decided. Well, to be fair, to you were that. probably the most prolific tournament traveler ever. For you, the first few years, I'd say, yeah. Like 10 or 12 tournaments year. a year, 15, yes. 13, maybe even more. Yeah. You still playing Kings of War? Do you remember how to play? I don't. 
I'm going to have to relearn everything now in a, in a couple years when my son graduates. Absolutely. It's changed a lot. And like yeah. The 3.5 is a little different. Have you been keeping up on it at least or not really? Not really. I, I got the red book, big red book when it, when it came out, but I haven't read through it yet. So. Did anything in the big red book pop out to you and go, oh, this is interesting? No. Any Anything I want to do with armies is, is still two years ago is what, I'm, what I have in my so mind. So you didn't like, did, did you look at the withdrawal rule now? Is the withdrawal rule in your minus one to hit if you charge a different unit than you originally charged? That's an interesting change. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I've seen that. I think I've seen a couple okay. posted, but but for the most part, no, I haven't kept up. So if they've changed stuff in the fact recently, I haven't. So you're busy with, I'm assuming, like track and all kinds of sports. Yep. Uh, cross country in the fall, bowling in the winter, and, and are you the softball co- are you the and coach track. And, and their no. travel agent? No. None yeah. of those are my were my sports when I was growing up. Interesting. So. Your daughter's got to be 16, 17? She's a senior. She's graduating yeah, going yeah, to college yeah. next year. That's unbelievable. It means you're getting, well, it means we're all getting old. Yep. Yeah. She, and obviously, she's too cool for King's Award now. She'd be too good for it, I, I assume. Uh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> well, awesome. So maybe in two years, we'll get you back on. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I'm glad you stopped by, though. It's been a long time. It's been Michigan GT2, 18 uh, months were ago. Were you at Bug Eater last year? I, I was at Bug Eater last year. So I did you, see you at Bug Eater. Did you go to Bug Eater? I did. It was the one event I went to last year. Okay. What? Literally the only one? Yes. Oh yeah. Well, I was here at Adepticon helping Mike, and then I went to Bug exactly. Eater. Yeah. I hope to go to Lady last year, but it was... Uh, well, it'd be awesome to have you. If you're only going to do one, maybe best of the rest. Would be a fun one to go to. That one I know I can't go to because my <laughs> <You have laughs> son's a, in a national uh, national event for bowling. Sorry. Not it, so is he like a up, 200 and what's his average? It's probably pretty high. Uh, he was 210 plus this year at high school. That's so. pretty good. Now, what grade is he in? He's a sophomore. So you have so two more years. Two more years of, of this. All right. And is your daughter going on scholarship to somewhere? She's, she's not going for sports. Um, she's, she's just too smart. Which is even better. <laughs> Academic scholarships are the best. Yeah, well, and she realized, right, like two or three hours of sports a day on top of trying to do Absolutely. work and then have fun at college is, is a lot. So how do you have fun now? Since you don't have Kings of War in your life, how do you have fun? Uh, I actually, I really enjoy going and watching the kids at their events, right, sports. So um, it's, it's, it's been good, and it's exciting to watch them. Uh, That's kept me busy. It's funny because you're here. Yeah. Do you know who else is here? David Bowl. Do you remember David Bowl? He I won the first tournament don't. we played at, and he was playing the dwarf player, and he's playing dead zone. So really? he's a big guy from Milwaukee. I'll point him out. Okay. Yeah, David oh, Bowl. Oh, was he up at Wapaka? Is that, or, no, or? he was at Adepticon. Oh, the first. The first time that we played, where, the, where Grant was throwing the thing on the floor, and, spe- and he was the dwarf player. Okay. And he came in first. I don't think I played him. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure, yeah, David, you'll, you'll probably recognize him, but okay. he was playing dwarves. Wow. He had like a, it was a first edition, right? So yeah. he had a gun line, and it was like a bunch of organ guns. And so we're joined by Mr. Jeremy. Hello. So we're just chatting with we're just chatting with the has been yeah or he was a pretty big the deal. almost was he was a really he won Paragon at the yeah. U.S. Masters back in gosh I don't know what year so, it, San Antonio San Antonio have you been gaming at all or just been super busy with family or just work all, all the things well work and, and then the kids yeah both yep uh-huh. do you Amazing. miss it do being in here I do you miss it yeah and uh, hopefully it'll get me geared up because. You know, I've, I've had a little time. I should be working on another army or two, and I've got a couple of things in mind. Yeah. I've still got the salamanders that I was playing online, what, three years ago, four years D- yeah, ago? Yeah, during the pandemic. Together, yeah. And I haven't, I, I've got about half of the army cleaned and, and ready to assemble, but I haven't put it together yet. And then 
I had an idea for something I wanted to do with Ratkin that I'd like to get on Ratkin are pretty good. Ratkin are very good right now. Yeah. Well, we're glad you came by because it's, it's great. We've seen a few people that, uh, even like the Warhammer people we, that we hadn't seen in a really long time. So it's been, it's been a, it, I don't know, Jeremy, it's been a good, a good, great, a yeah. so far. I got to play a new player in my last game, one of the Sh- Shannon's local guys, Dan. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Dan Zembrowski? Yeah. Oh, man. Super good player. He's good. How'd the game end? I got so, I won, but I got so lucky. Yeah. He's I, fun to play. Oh, I haven't played him personally, but uh, I know he's fun. Super tight, clean player, really nice guy, uh, just gracious, like fantastic. He wants game. to win the right way. He's like Shannon. Totally. If you're gonna beat Shannon, you gotta make him time out. That's the only That's way. That's the right That's way. That's the right way. Just put put enough analysis paralysis activity in front of him uh-huh. and make his wheels. Or just spin. keep talking the whole game. That helps too. That and I'm good at that. Conversation. And I'm good at that. And Shannon's like, yeah, yeah, it's great. And then. Yeah, whatever happens, we'll always have the the craps table. Yes, at, 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 uh, the, uh, Tyler, yeah, Tioga Downs. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> New York Masters. Shan was like, "What are you doing here, over here, Jeremy?" And I was like, "Just come, just come, <laughs> just come, stand by me." And he's like, "Oh, my whole trip is paid for." <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. That's that is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It was, a couple we, hours or something we spent at the table. Yeah, we had a good we had a good uh, a, a good session. Yeah, but it's great to see you, man. There's a chair right there. You yeah. can just come in. You could talk, you, or you can kneel like a like, uh-huh. like an emperor, like a, a knight. We're well, joined I by mean. Brenton Williams, and we're just talking to Shannon. The 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 ex Kings of War player <laughs> hasn't played in forever. Kings, you know, Shannon Shoemaker. Forever in our hearts. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. That's right. Hashtag well, never I, forget. I didn't recognize no. him with the with the real beard and the. He has like hair like a hippie now. Yeah. <laughs> Like a we're rock all, star. We're all getting long-haired hippies yeah. over here. Yeah. Jeremy's next. Getting that age. Yeah. yeah. Luscious locks. Luscious locks. Yeah. Next next year, I'm coming with a like airbrushed 90s-style T-shirt in loving memory. Shannon Shoemaker. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Always in our hearts. Yeah. Oh, my God. So are you still playing the orcs? Someone said you had, uh, or is it ogres? You were playing ogres. chariots, right? Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm on hobby and on theme and not very high on battle points. How did you do in your last game? I won. Yes. I, yeah, I played the perfect army to play against me, which is foot ogres with no siege breakers. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know those existed. So it was just a line of people that are like, you can probably break us in a turn. And I'm like, okay. So turn three, everything in my army charged except a boomer chariot. Every Like every single unit is That's like, amazing. we're going in. Yeah. Nice. Do your super min-max all chariot ogre list? Yeah. <laughs> is it all chariots? Uh, it is all chariot themed. So it is awesome. mostly chariots, a couple of the like goblin riders, the big deal. And then two blasters. Okay. That's it. But all the rest is just chariots. So <laughs> no Namagrok, no Wrangler, like none of the good stuff, no Siege Breakers. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's just try chariots. It's beautiful though, so. Yeah. I'm here I'm here for the hobby is what I tell myself is I'm getting my just absolutely <laughs> punished by, by halflings or something. Like <laughs> Steer clear of the elves. Yeah, Felix did dirty things to him. He did. So one and two? Uh, yeah, one and two. And 3-0? 2-0-1. Oh, I drew with Stevie. 
Steve Malone. Oh, yeah. Steve Malone. Mm-hmm. He's a good player. Yeah. I'm one I think, one, um, so I'm I think Eric Trowbridge is on three wins. Travis Tim is on three wins. Yeah, so tra- Travis won. That was the. Did you, you didn't hear about that game? You heard about the game. Okay. I, saw, I saw the score. We'll, we'll, we'll let Travis regale yeah, us. Yeah, tra- you got to get them to. Th- I've never. He has a score sheet with the result that I've never seen in my he history. He would make Kyle Poole proud. Yes, it would. I, I looked at it and it was like the, the meme of Gwyneth Paltrow. There's just numbers and like symbols floating around my head. And I'm like, I'm. How to did. How, what? And I'm like, okay, I get it. That works. Uh huh. So. Well, awesome. Well, I know you probably want to get back home. You got to go back with the kids and hang out. You're not going to make Mantic Night tonight, but I understand. If you're not playing Kings of War, it's not worth hanging out with Kyle and the guys. The community does miss you, Shane. Yeah, and I hope. Yeah. We were, we were, and we say that to you with like genuine. Yeah, it was. It's a bummer. Yeah. The so hopefully this will get you your juices flowing again. It does. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. It's good to come back and yeah. see some games. And Grant was here earlier, too. All the Chicago guys were here. I, I, I Mark Taylor? Mark Taylor came by and said hello? Did he? I didn't see him. He, he had a, um, uh, a mask on, so maybe you didn't recognize him, but he was here earlier today. He was incognito. incognito. He had the mask on. Yeah. Just couldn't tell. If you just can't tear, just look for the shoulders. Yeah. Look, look for the upper torso <laughs> that's large and in charge. Yeah, we, had, uh, we, mi- we miss you in the community. I don't miss the goblins on the table. So, feel free to come back with a, with a completely else. different yeah. army. That's fantastic. Maybe like I don't know, Rack and Slaves. Maybe I can suggest uh, something from the bottom. Well, of the, yeah, power the thing though, Rack and Slaves. If you don't play them, if you haven't played I'll against just, them before, they cut you out. Yeah, I'll get some tips from Travis Tim. Riftforged Orcs. Uh, what else is down there? Things awesome. will change in a couple awesome. of years, yeah, I'm sure. Who knows? Well, awesome, guys. I well, did thanks. see some Elvin Bowman on sale for 50% off down in <laughs> Oh, those. Oh. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare bring another elf into this meta. Awesome. awesome. All right, guys. Well, you want to say goodbye? Yeah. So uh, that's it for day one as far as we'll probably have more content tonight because it's Mantic Night. So, yeah, keep listening. This is why he has kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're live. Both how, both how and, and why now. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're done with Adepticlash Day 1, three games down. Dead Zone is finished. We're here two. to talk about Dead Zone, though. Yeah, so. yeah, we don't, care. We don't care about Kings of War. So I mean, I, I'm Trent Sosby. I'm uh, here I know. with... Felix Castro, Tyler Schultz, Christian Moza. Hey, Christian, um, I think you're the only one at the table that played in Dead Zone today. So tell us, tell us how it went. I went to three and one. Oh wow, nice. Thanks to a list uh, made by Rashad. Rashad Navidi from the Discord. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard that he caught the, you know, the Warpath Universe bug, and he's re- he's real into like. Yeah, Kyle Timberlake has really gotten him into. That's uh, good. That's good. Dead Zone. Yeah, we played uh, one game on TTS. And that was the only game I played before the tournament. With, really? With that okay. List? Yeah. okay. And then you went. But no, I. You went three I and never one. I played with that list before the tournament. I played oh. another list. Oh, oh wow! And yeah. you went three and one. Yeah. That's awesome. He's That's just really amazing good. at Dead Zone, really. Yeah. Just what it is. Yeah. yeah. Must be, I'm a, must be a, a talent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your your inspirations from Dreadpath the Zone, though, right? Yeah. I take no oh. credit. <laughs> Zero credit for Christian skills. Yeah, I have his channel on loop uh, all the time. Nice. While nice. he's sleeping, just, you know, <laughs> yeah. just Tyler's just sultry tones. He's going to bed. And like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, tell us. So, uh, three and one, that's awesome. Uh, you want to just give us a quick run through of your games? Yeah, first game was against GCPS. Against, 
a guy from Florida. Okay. It was pretty close. Man, against Florida, man, that's a tough that's a tough opponent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, you brought the uh, the Veerman, right? So yeah. you, you had rat, the, the good old rat boys. Yeah, I had a shooting list of uh, Veerman. Had okay. one tunneler, two nightmares with uh, twin drills, had the three maligni, that's how you say it, right? Mm-hmm. With uh, AP ammo. Uh-huh. I had uh, a progenitor with uh, a sniper rifle and a tunnel runner. Awesome. So, did you find that the tunnel runner was hard to use? Because I know that the the boards over there were, were pretty packed. Like they were they were pretty dense boards. So I don't know. Did you did you come in any struggle like trying to get firing lanes or anything for that? No, it wasn't too bad actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because that's always my worry with with tunnel runners. Is, is they're they're so big in, in dead zone that I feel like they get bogged down a little bit by. Well, they get in the way of uh, your auto models. Right. Uh, yeah. Especially because if there's tight corners, they take up like a whole cube. <laughs> yeah. And but they're pretty good, and it won me the game. Uh, I think the second game. Awesome. Because uh, yeah, it's pretty good in fighting too, and uh, the armor piercing is good. Cool. It's fun. Cool. Um, did you guys already do awards and all that stuff? I, yeah, I yeah. assume you did. So yeah. who do you know who won won the tournament? Um, one of the guys, <laughs> I'm sorry, with the uh, Death Zone podcast T-shirt. Okay. With the beard, the white beard. Oh, so every uh, gamer. <laughs> every, every, every gamer gentleman with that shirt and a beard. Got it. <laughs> He's playing uh, Dreadball, uh, the last table over there. Oh, I think it's Adam. Yeah, Adam. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Adam Keen. Yeah, Adam. And then another guy from their crew uh, won, uh, well, uh, one second. Okay. That's the guy I, I lost against. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, he played the uh, plague with three teratons. Oh. And maybe oh, like five. Uh, that's rough. That's nasty. One time uh, yeah. at Adepticon, John Carter brought his Rebs list that was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it was four teratons. Oh. And okay. it was like this cutesy, fun little theme. But, but it, it was absolutely the, smacked. It was the most disgusting list I've ever seen in Dead Zone. Wow. Because he also used the splat that, like, basically you couldn't target the thing in that cube. So he'd be like, teleport turn one. He's like, cool. Yeah. Splat. He'd just stand Can't in the open him. and be like, well, come get it. And then it's just, oh, and then man. And then I, turn two, he teleports into you and starts ripping into you. I've played against that stupid list, like, twice. Yeah, and everyone's, you know, like, oh, it's so cool. It's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, look, it's so he's cute. got April oh, it's so, with the camera look, he's crew, got yeah. the whole, yeah. And then you're just like, that, that's not, it's not fluffy. It's not fun. It's like, yeah. this is the meanest thing I've ever played against. It's, it's but rushing. The thing is, I made a really rookie mistake. Uh oh. I put and my three malignai in the same square. Oh yeah. And he had a mortar. Oh no. <laughs> so I lost uh, two guys uh, from that. I think. Hmm. Yep. Rookie yeah. move. Rookie yeah. move. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's my. Got to hide under the umbrellas. My fifth game. So. Yeah. That- no, it's really fun. Yeah, I, I love Dead Zone. I think I think Brian and whoever else helped with all the, the boards and stuff, they did a really good job of making it a nice, dense, like really urban environment. Like it didn't it, it didn't look sparse or anything. The tables yeah. had cool themes. Like yeah, I, looking at the tables, it looked really like dense for even yeah. for Dead Zone. Like I was like, wow. 
there's not that's a lot how of, it has to be baby that's, yeah, how, the, that's the, how you play terrain looked great too that's what we're it, talking it looked about. amazing yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so GCPS first game. Yeah. Plague second game? No, played, No, you played uh, you played game. Jack, right? Didn't uh, Didn't you play the Asterians? Yeah. Game 2. I, do that. Yeah, I remember coming over and saying hi, so. Yeah, and the third game was That's the one you Oh, against uh, Forge Fathers. Oh, okay. Oh, you nice. got a good spread then. Yeah. You got to play yeah. a lot of different factions. No that's, duplicates. That's the best. Yeah. No duplicates, no mirror matches, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Uh, I, was I the only vermin? I don't know. Maybe. I think I might have saw one other one because I think there was. I remember seeing that there's two yellow vermin okay. out there. So I think I think there was two. Okay. No, it's. A was there any faction not there? Did you see uh, any Maison Labs or? I know there's a nameless. I saw that. Uh, I saw a Maison Lab. Uh, any Rebs? I don't think I saw any Rebs. Mantic, get on it. Get on it. I need Rebs. What is this? <laughs> I think they're all Brian, out of stock. I think Brian like would have to agree with you. Like give the people what they want. Right? Yeah, give the people what they want. Yeah. Everybody wants Rebs, and right now they're like out of stock, so get it together. Hey, does, does Nameless, they, they have Dead Zone models, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're only yeah. in Dead Zone right now, though. Right. I wish I, they were in Firefight because yeah. they'd be really fun. Well, they'd right be now, really the cool. They don't have any real plastics in... Not yet. Oh, it's yeah. just metals Not and resins? Yet. Well, not resins, that, that, that plasticky, that gaming plastic. Oh, yeah. But yeah it, they're, yeah. like, mostly board game plastic right now. Yeah, because like, they're, they're out of Star Saga. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that's like kind of how they funded them. Star Saga, Star and, Star and like yeah, that, so. they're good, yeah. but they're, you know, not a lot of variation in pose and stuff. And yeah. They're, they're due for an overhaul, and, you know, it'd be really cool, and I think they'd sell a lot of armies. Mandate. Right. And so oh. once they get that, they'll they'll start, they'll put them as a firefight yeah. faction. So it's kind of kind of what they did with the, uh, with the Maison Labs, and just, like... Start putting a lot of them in the dead zone boxes and firefight boxes, and now you got a beta list of stuff. So, yeah. By the way, I think they misspelled the Maison Labs. It should be called Moison Labs. Moison Labs. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you'd have to play them. You know, yeah. You couldn't yeah. bring rats anymore. I, I you'd have mind. to just completely drop it. I would do that too. I would have Maison and be like scratch it out and just put, you know O I S A N is like Moison. Yeah. There's your next display board right there. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. So the tournament was what was it? One fifty, two hundred, two hundred. 200? The proper yeah. tournament. Yeah, so the, the, the proper right tournament number. Side, yeah. Is the that, correct number. Is that the equivalent of like 2300 for Kings? There's no equivalent to Kings. I'm, it's yeah, too different. Yeah, that's too. That's but I mean, you do, you do get a lot of the toys at 200 points versus, you know, yeah, at 150, yeah. you're kind of limited as a, like what you can put into the list and start making those hard choices on stuff. Yeah, I guess in yeah. terms of like how hard it is to make a decision, it's probably about a 2300 yeah. in terms of like. Yeah. I'm embarrassed to admit this at this table, but I have still not played a game of Dead Zone yet. I brought all this stuff. There's know, tables man. right there, and I we're know. not playing at this exact moment. You know, there's Dude, Mantic we should definitely, Night. We can play at Mantic Night. Yeah, Mantic Night's only an hour, right? For, yeah, uh, on first paper. Of all, is, uh, is everybody going to Mantic Night? Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah, did you guys did you guys hear what the super special prize is? No, but yes. I don't want any spoilers. So, they so talked about this morning. They talked about this morning. He announced it to everybody this morning. So You want to know? Oh, like the tournament prize. The raffle. For Mantic Night. No. Yeah. I didn't hear about that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Raffle? Yeah, so there's a there's a raffle, a, raffle. Spoilers, I there's guess, a raffle oh. for uh, a raffle four people. A rap song? <laughs> raffle for four people. Um, I don't know. I guess everybody with a ticket gets one, and uh, the four people who get drawn randomly get to play an uh, unannounced, unreleased game tonight. Oh. So who knows what it is? Oh, who knows what Ronnie has cooked up? Yeah. 
Oh, do you know what it is? I think I know. Okay, I gotta, I gotta hear. It. What is it? Well, if they said unannounced, then it's probably it's not. Yeah, but they're, they're gonna have Dungeon Saga Origin stuff over. I there. think yeah, so. Yeah, maybe. Which will be pretty cool, but this must not be that. Yeah, my you guys are making me second guess myself. That now. There was a Dungeon Saga no, Origins. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool, cool, cool. I do, I do know Mantic, but I can't tell you. But I know Mantic did get a secure new IP. Oh. To make a game for. Interesting. So, yeah. Oh. oh. Well, we I'm talking? excited. I'm, I, I always love Mantic Night. It's it's fun. Yeah. It's right. all my favorite people. They anyways, may announce so. that tonight. That's why I'm not going to say it right now. Okay, they well, may announce can, it later. Can you but... tell us is a sci-fi? Is a fantasy? No spoilers. No yeah, spoilers. I want all this on. I just told you my spoiler. Yeah, and I told you not to. Right, and you and you you offered it freely. So you know, is it the My like Little Pony war game? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd mess with that. That'd be. I might play. You that. know how much money they would make on that, though. Like Dude, for real, so Dude, much money. They would. Yeah. They really would. Like how many bronies are out there, and then I, I, I will say it's it's it's, it's insane. It is a very very popular IP. It's not the holy grail that like Kyle's been. Lord wanting. of the Rings. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be kind of funny though. I'm trying to get Mantic a reaction. Does Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, Star Wars. Nah, just kidding. Yeah, I must say, Atomic Mass, Atomic yeah. Mass Games is never Harry Potter. That up. There's a Harry Potter skirmish game. No, that already okay. exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Has been some it's by Knights Models, the same guys uh, who do the Batman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, about yeah. the resizing the miniatures and. Uh. There, there's a Batman skirmish game that, like, dude, do they have a game for everything nowadays? I mean, I feel yeah. like of course. Do. Did you guys see the? Uh, dude, the there's a Halo? Shovel Knight game. Did you see the? The Shovel, basic Shovel Knight game. Oh, yeah, nice. Shovel no, it looks Knight. actually the game design's really cool. Right. Yeah. I like the model because I remember. Um, Juan Hidalgo did like a video series of painting the Shovel Knight. That looked really fun. It's a cool model to paint. Well, did you guys see the uh, the Halo Fleet game and then the Halo like regular game? Dude, that looked awesome on the tabletop. It, the the uh, the actual. It's a shame the company went under. Yeah, but I say that yeah. one's not being made anymore. That's a that's a. Yeah, but they released all, they released all the SDLs. Actually, had right. the SDLs not for the fleet, but for the. Oh, other what, was it Spartan Games? Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, that yeah. Same yeah. guys that did Firestorm Armada and mm -hmm. Planetfall. Both great yeah, games. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. But yeah, yeah but so it's it hasn't been supported for a while. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Sorry, so sorry. yeah, so basically, it's all just SDLs right now. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I have bounced the idea around in my head that you could definitely do like any sort of Halo faction if you proxy it into Firefight would work really well, actually. Oh, dude. I didn't even think about that. So you what could, do you think? You could use like the flood as nameless or something like that. Well, did they be plague and uh, yeah, flood? Plague, plague, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's plague. Uh, GCPS is pretty obviously yeah. UNSC. UNSC. And yeah. then the Covenant. Uh, if you run Asterians, I, I'm telling you, I put a lot of thought into this. Dude. If you run Asterians, you can have like Grunsby Marionettes. They're little, like okay. little cheap guys. You yeah. can have Brutes as the uh, as the the Matsudon. Yeah. Okay. And then you have. Um, all your ciphers and stuff are elites. Like you have all hover right. tanks. It's right. it's really almost sweet, the exact man. same thing. Yeah, that'd it's sweet. it'd be really yeah. dope. That's pretty cool. I, yeah. I don't I don't know what scale those are. Though. I, I know they're smaller. Well, they're they're definitely cool. small scale, but yeah. there's a bunch of guys who also scale them up right. and yeah. like give them the, the proper treatment. So yeah, yeah. I've bounced cool. that idea around a lot. Right. I mean, obviously, yeah. I hadn't thought about that ever before until you mentioned that. I was like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah, but Christian, is um, is this your first time at Adepticon? Yeah. Yep. So what? Um, and you, well, where'd you fly down from? Quebec City. Quebec. Oh, okay. How long of a flight was it? Oh, 
about two hours from Quebec City to Toronto, and then Toronto to Chicago, two hours or so. Just, okay. It's not uh, not too bad. Do you plan on coming back? Yeah. Yeah. So you're having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It's my first time too, and I'm I I love it. It is. It's like Disney World you yeah. know, for war gaming. It really I, is. It really is. As I is. told uh, Rob this morning, you guys are great. Uh, great guy. You think that just me specific, like just us specifically? Uh, like those guys. <laughs> so the no. <laughs> <laughs> so these four tables, yeah. No, I I, I know what you mean. The, the no, no, mantic, yeah, seriously. The, the community is awesome. Yeah, I mean that's everybody, right? I, Kings I, I out yeah. on the Discord channel a lot, and uh, yeah, everyone. <laughs> Especially those two Australian uh, yeah. guys. Yeah, those guys are great. Luke and, t- uh, Luke Luke and, and Tim. Luke and Tim, yeah. yeah. Awesome. They're, they're pretty much the stalwarts uh, in Australia. and So yeah. they they both work from home, so they telework. So they're able to get on, like, countercharge after dark. Yeah, yeah like, well, Tim yeah. works from home. He's That's big, air quotes. Big, big, He's using air quotes, air quotes right now. Yes. Like, super yeah. air quotes. Um, so, because they're about 13 hours ahead of us, so it's like, you know... 10 o'clock at night it's like noon for them in Australia so they're just off doing their thing you know and actually those two guys are my first two opponents in uh, Kings of War on UB on UB, on UB. Yeah. wow all the way literally across the world yeah. yep. that's yep. crazy yep. They're, yeah they're super they're, they're a really cool part of the community they're very much like it's kind of weird to pick their brains on like how their meta is and how they view you know how units may or may not work so it's it's really cool to talk to those guys and you know it's funny the the people that obviously you know like Christian like he was my team partner yeah that's right and I would have never met him really if it wasn't for the after dark I mean sure you hit you know Rob did the whole thing on Facebook but like still like we got to talk prior to that you know so we were able to talk about you know what list he was wanting to bring and kind of what he was looking for and stuff like that so yeah it it was really neat to to have that all you know done up online, and so to have that international community is like super fun, super cool. To yeah, yeah. that's why I, I encourage people to do the Countercharge After Dark Discord because it's it's fun. In uh, I wouldn't say the, I would be a lot to say it's like on all the time, but like generally, if you hop on, somebody's gonna be looking to see if anybody's on. Yeah. They'll, they'll generally yeah. hop on. Like, rarely yeah. it's do good for it. motivation too. Keeps you right. Keeps you doing stuff. That's that's how I painted 126 halfling graves. Was just that's you a know, lot. Oh god! And you yeah, didn't you, even bring them. You do need you do need motivation for that. That's no, that's a, it's in my army. I got three hordes of braves. Oh, do you? Yep. Oh, maybe I haven't seen your army yet. What am I doing? Probably because oh, yeah. they're, they're on the dead table, getting getting destroyed. But yeah, mine yeah. Don't so stand my, my, I'm a very infantry heavy. So I've got three uh, hordes of braves. I have a horde of rifles. Then it goes in the fun part of like three muster captains on Wing Darylis, three edge grenadiers, three, three harvesters. I don't know if any of this stuff is usable because we totally sidetracked like 15 times. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. We're supposed to be talking about Dead Zone, but no, it doesn't matter. You know how it goes. Well, yeah. we're, we're now talking about the greater counter charge community and just. Yeah, you know, well, I guess it's going to be cut. But great, no, it, uh, it's, it's, it is really motivating. And people are like, man, I don't know how you'd paint that much. It's like, well, I just get on. And even if it's just. 30, 45 minutes if I'm just painting, chatting with, you know, the Australians and stuff like that. It's... It's 40 minutes you wouldn't have done yeah. it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's 40 minutes of hobby that I'm doing. And then, like, Rashad, Navidi, uh, oh, yeah. like, I met him through the After Dark Discord, and, like, we're, like, brothers from another mother. And we're, It's funny, because we met finally met at the New York Masters, and we're, like, the same height, which is just kind of funny. We're like, oh, okay, I like... I had a, had, a, had a taller person in mind, you know, <laughs> but yeah, like, he's a good dude. I'm friends with him, and thing I like about the Discord channel and knowing 
just the community in general is like, I have a feeling that probably 90% of the places I go to, I could probably find somebody to play either Dead Zone yeah. or Kings of War or whatever. Like we were talk, joking about it earlier, um, right before the pandemic hit, I was supposed to go uh, on a trip to Nashville for work and I was going to play a game with Keith Randall, you know, but literally like 48 hours before that's when the pandemic hit and everything started shutting down. It's like, well, I guess I'm not going to Nashville, but yeah, but the fact I do have a network. Yeah. People you can yeah. go meet with and play and, and yada, yada. So, uh, like for example, I did a T I did a business trip to DC, uh, for my work, but that was the weekend of Mountaineer in uh, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to Alex Chavez. So, hey, man, I need a ride to Mountaineer out of D.C. Can you hook me up? He's like, yeah. So yeah, he went. It's pretty cool. Picked me up by the metro, took me to Mountaineer, and then dropped me off at the airport on the way back. So I flew back Sunday night. So it was, like, super cool to, like, have that ability to reach out to somebody and say, hey, I need this, you know. <clears throat> and then, like, you know, for Christian, like, he needed an army for the team tournament. So I brought my 1,000 points of ogres for him to play. So, you know. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It works, it works well. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah. It's, it's cool having friends. So I wish Cr- I had friends. Christian, I know the uh, the team tournament was the first time that you actually played Kings on the tabletop, right? Yeah. Do you think you're... Do you, do you have an army right now? It's being assembled and painted by uh, one of my friends. Oh, nice. Wh- yeah, Which I, don't, I don't like... Uh, <laughs> it does not like the hobby. Yeah. I, I'm the freak of the... Uh, no, there's, there's, the plenty hobby, of, there's plenty of guys that don't don't like hobby yeah, yeah, uh, who love the games but don't love hobby right well like Rashad doesn't he doesn't paint anymore now really but you know he did but he doesn't uh, paint a lot of the modern I mean our current now. US master Adam Ballard he, did, he doesn't paint his armies either yeah. I yeah. think he painted those nice stalkers didn't he absolutely not absolutely oh. not no he didn't well whoever painted them you but know, they're great gave, yeah. yeah gave some good luck to him gosh who did yeah. that one gosh I don't to know. answer no your, question, your previous mm-hmm. question I got uh, two of the uh, Sons of Amun uh, the, 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 the two right. starter boxes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I got the giant uh, flea bag riders. What's it called? Slayer? Are you talking about the big for lizard, the, the, with the goblin yeah, on it? Yeah. Uh, what is that? For the uh, yeah. four ogres? Yeah, it, it, it works with ogres. The big lizard with the go- oh the uh, like the, the the slasher yeah slasher yeah 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 yeah, yeah. got that and I got uh, a bone catapult. Uh, oh, so you're well on your way. So, you're yeah, well yeah. on your way into your Kings of War addiction. Yeah, the yeah. idea is to be able to it's show like, the what's, game. What's your first army? Yeah, the idea is to be able to show the game to other people without them right. committing to anything. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, Dem- that's a, having that's two dim awesome armies idea. is amazing, especially with ambush. Like, yeah. Like I said, I think we mentioned it before on the podcast, they had a, a crazy deal, which is why they had to break open some two-player starters, because they had a thing where, for 50 bucks, you buy an ambush starter box and a rule book. And they ran out of rule books so quickly, they started breaking over starter, starter boxes to have the rule books and do the, the ambush starter. And they sold the sprues separately. Yeah, they're selling the sprues separately. Yeah, so, for yeah. steel. Did, did you pick any up? No, I didn't. It's a steel. I think they're yeah. going to have some. It's like they, five they will have bucks some tonight. a yeah. or something. Yeah, I, really I, talk, I, talked to, I talked to Pat at the, uh, okay. at the booth after I dropped off my mom. I, for I need to spend the last of my uh, American money. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think you're yeah, at the you right place. Yeah, I'm about to say, you're at the right place. It'll... 
Well, be- not really, because all the Adepticon vendors shut down at 6 o'clock, which means I'm allergic to money. I don't understand that. Uh, yeah. Dude, uh, yeah, that's well, I mean, I stupid. get that. They know pretty... everybody is I mean, in it, games and stuff all day. Yeah, and everybody I mean, I get it. It's eight hours. You and, know, yeah, I understand that those people are they allergic to money? Work like but yeah, it's like, hours, but yeah, yeah, it's like I, I I'm willing. I'd like it's one of those things. But, like, and he, Trent's dealt with this with dealing with the government. It's just like I have money, I want to give you. Why are you making this so hard? Yeah, like you know you like money. Let but everyone knows you. that trade shows are hard work, and oh, so you yeah, got to put yeah, in yeah. the time that you can while you have it. I don't understand why you wouldn't try to maximize. And then the one that really blows my mind. Are the guys that aren't in the vendor hall but are in the hallway? Yeah, and they're closed. Right. Because if the hall, if the whole yeah, vendor hall is closed, I mean, not, not that sounds the, like time to time to kick in the high gear. Not everyone can be the bits guy, but you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's but, a, that is a good point. I wonder if that's, that's like an adepticon rule that everybody has to close at six p.m. No, it's not. Okay. It's just laziness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say it's like I could show money to adepticon, and be like, "Cool, let me stay over three hours later." Be like, "Thank you much." Yeah. Like. <laughs> It is definitely just, I mean, I get it with the, the I mean, the it's, it's hard work and all that, but also it's like, how often do right. these companies go out to a trade show? Ever. I mean, and w- what would know? be comparable to Adepticon, too? You know what I mean? There's but only we, Gen we, Con. Yeah. Gen Con. Origins is not as big as any of these, but it's more of a role-playing game stuff. But they do have some. Like, this is your time to shine. Yeah. Keep it open. Let people buy stuff. This is your Super Bowl. I don't know. That's, yeah. that's my soapbox. I'm, I'm off it. Yeah. I mean, I, I bought something uh, yesterday that I would have never, never had in a million years bought because um, bought one of those, like, I don't know, like 50 mil, like, busts. Oh yeah, you showed it to me. You right, showed it to me. Yeah, of a of a, a female samurai like holding her sword and stuff like that. And it's like that's something I never would have thought about buying. And you like, never would have been exposed to if you weren't at a trade show. Right, exactly. I was I was in line for the Monument Hobbies to buy paint, and I saw that model. I'm like, that is an effing cool model. Like, I need that. But yeah, I would never like. I'm not gonna like search online for. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know a bus to practice painting on. Like, it just literally I just saw the eyes there as I was waiting in line. To buy some paints. Oh, by the way, um, if you guys haven't checked it out, you need to go downstairs into the other like big gaming hall, right? Where they do the Sigmar and stuff. Yeah, there is some display boards over there, but like one in particular that is the coolest thing I've seen. Is that the one that plugs into the water? No. no. Okay. No, it's it's a it's a team display board, and so there's four sections of it. It's like an increasingly, I mean, it's like a really intricate hill, basically, right? And it goes through the four seasons per section. Wow. And so it starts with winter, goes to fall, and then you can see summer, and then at the top is spring. And my description is not doing it justice. It is the coolest thing I've seen at a Dude, that sounds awesome. And then I haven't even seen, I haven't even, I don't even know what the armies that go on it are, I don't even know what they are. Picture picture didn't happen, bro. I'll show you guys pictures, but people on the podcast can't hear pictures. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll use uh, Christian's sultry French-Canadian voice to and describe I might what's not, going on. I might not even show you guys. You should just go see it in, with your with your eyeballs. But yeah, he I'm going to check it, it out tomorrow. He has to do it in French. I think they're, they're, they're playing tomorrow, right? They're two days like us. They, they'll yeah, be in there. Yeah. They have, a whole, yeah. Cool, like, they have a really nice streaming setup and everything, there's too. There's like it's, a billion people yeah. in that tournament. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I know Christian. So what do you know what? place you ended i know you ended three and one but like did you have like a i think i ended either seventh or sixth maybe or eight right out of how many players 20 20 wow that's oh i mean yeah 
almost basically yeah, but the top a winning record yeah. three three and one at your first like outing yeah. ever yeah. that's awesome that's that really is awesome amazing, man Congrats. he Thank is you. he is a savant really no christian he's a savant he's smart he's uh very you know very you know Handsome. Very handsome. <laughs> yeah, yes. throw that in there. Yeah, very handsome. <laughs> focused. Very more focused than I am. I'm like a squirrel. Oh, squirrel. Let's, uh, Christian, what's your uh, gaming origin story? We didn't even ask. Like, how did you get into the hobby in general, you know? Well, he was Rob born this way. me this morning. Yeah, Rob, Rob didn't oh, ask him. Yeah, okay. you, you already have the cut this. Oh, cut that. Cut I gotta, that. I got to go back cut, and listen cut, to cut. it, though. I'm interested. Oh, yeah. my God. All right, so we can start talking about... It's incredible. We can start talking about Adeptic yeah. Clash, unless it's going to bore Christian. No, no, that's okay. Okay. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Christian. Yeah. You like Kings of War. And next next year, you'll be in Adeptic Clash, though, right? I don't know. Maybe. He's going to get that armies painted. Are you, do, you want to do Ogres out of Sands of a Moon, or are you doing the Empire Dust? For the Because you got the two Sands of a Moon. Yeah. And you're given... No, no, I'm not giving anything to anyone. Okay, so uh, well, so so you're not giving the so you should have both the Empire Dust and the yeah. Ogres. Okay, yeah. So you have a two armies to demo, right? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Right. Sure. So I mean, but you should be able to. Have. Yeah. No, I mean, you should you should should be able to get a army out of that one between at least. Oh, one definitely. Of them too, so. Yeah. Uh, Especially more. I'm, ogres I'm reaching for twenty-three hundred. Nice. Attaboy. Nice. Attaboy. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a civilized, you know, not these twenty five hundreds down in the southeast or you know. or in Australia, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually I've I've been a pretty big fan of nineteen ninety five lately. I think it's fun. That, that's what they play in Australia, right? Yeah, that was their uh, yeah. their uh, Clash of Kings was nineteen ninety five, and no greater air elementals. Yeah, there were none, right? That's yep. right. Yeah, yeah, they're very civilized down there. Not the. Uh, or, or Rude, hot wild take. West. They're not to be trusted. Anyone who, who doesn't well, they, take. Well, they are Australians, air. so yeah. Something's wrong with their judgment. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't know. I only ever took one grader. I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, Luke and Tim are pretty handsome gentlemen, and I'm assuming they're smart. So you know, give them props on that one. But yeah, it was really weird. And so you're dealing with the different metas. It's just really funny because I was just like, what? Not a single one. Like. I can go to like a one-day tournament and run into like three, you know, <laughs> of like the you know ten people at a tournament. It's like three of them have greater girl elementals, and it's like oh yeah, especially a, this year. Yeah, like not a single one. Like what? What are y'all doing? Like ah, it's super weird. All right, well we should probably get ready for Mantic Open Night. Yep, right? it's about to start. So thanks like for joining 30, us. In like Christian. thirty minutes. Congrats again for going three and one. That's that's Thank awesome. You. Awesome. Hopefully you had a fun time. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll talk to you guys soon. How was Magic Night? Magic Night, Magic Night was good. They uh, we had a lot of uh, reveals, right? A lot of questions answered. The Q and A actually, uh, Ronnie didn't make it, but he uh, recorded a little vlog for us with some cool stuff in there. We had some loud then, questions. Yeah, yeah, we had some very passionate questions. <laughs> well, let's be honest, Drew. Everything does. Oh my Drew God. does in life is loud. <laughs> Brian Broder, if you're listening, you need to get your son home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, is, 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 was he uh, Drew's handler? Yeah, that's his uh-huh. dad. That's his daddy. Can uh-huh. anybody really handle Drew, though? No. Oh, no. Man. No. I just remember Love him that walking guy. up to Love me that low guy. with no shirt on and his man boobs just hanging out. Yeah. I've yeah yeah. There's some people who you've seen at, at tournaments, and you just, you know them. You who, know who, you know who partaked they are. in the spirits. Yeah. They're they're deep in the Holy Spirit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The end of Adeptic Clash Day One, right? And, and yeah, mm-hmm. how's everybody feeling? I'm tired though. It was a long day. 
Um, I'm exhausted. Yeah, it's, like we talked about how like, like I was like, oh, I'm tired. It's the end of day two. Like, yeah, I'm much more tired now. Yes, and I, but I think tomorrow I might catch a second win because we only have the two games and. I don't know what I gotta do, but I'm getting through that first game quick because I got to yeah, dude. Buy in the, in the, That's exactly I what I was saying. In the, the, the yeah, the last minute vendor hall purchases. Exactly. Right? There's a Impact Miniatures. They make a lot of Blood Bowl stuff. Okay. The house shop at Rob's house is understocked right now. It is. It's not GW stuff. It's yeah. a lot of well, there's GW stuff, but it's mostly like boutique. Resins, yeah. Yeah. resin armies, sure. or resin teams. But they make other stuff. They make a lot of chibis. And my daughter is a big fan of chibi. Oh, yeah. Chibi gotcha. My Little Pony or chibi whatever. They, they even have chibi. You know, you're too young. But there was a cartoon called Adventure Dungeons & Dragons, and it was a cartoon. Wait, about, say, say that one more time. Sorry. There was a cartoon back in the 80s called Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, okay. And, and they have chibi versions of Venger and yeah. Avenger and all those. Yeah, that was before my time. That was a cool. That was a cool show. Oh, Venture voiced by Peter Cullen. Yeah, uh-huh. Optimus Prime himself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, William Ames played mm-hmm. Hank. I mean, mm-hmm. just great, mm-hmm. great time to grow up. As and then yeah. who was another big Frank Welker, who was Cobra Commander and, and Frank Welker, I believe, was also in that yeah. show as Uni, the Unicorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. See, Rob and I, our, our brains are filled with like Useless random knowledge, random, random eighties, eighties cartoons, hey. voice really, actors. We should really do like a nostalgia episode about yeah. like. The shit that goes in my head. Totally. Because I, I just, G.I. Joe, Transform, you name it, dude. Did you have visionaries? I was a little too old for visionaries. Okay. But I did, well, let me back up. I wasn't too old. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. I wasn't too old. But uh, visionaries was lenticular. Visionaries. Lenticular stickers on their yeah. chest, their banners, and you would turn them and it would be. It like, was like a knight, oh. and, 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 and like the, they would be, an animal would pop out of there. It would like, like come oh, 3D. It, one of those where you go, like, you look around. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah. It was amazing. I still remember cool. the first bat I ever bought when that, when that got released. Oh man! The first bat. Yeah, for Cobra. Oh, GI Joe. Yeah, bat. Uh, Battle Android Trooper. Mm-hmm. I think. Did you have? Did they do re do that? And you're like nicer. They did. Nicer. They have multiple color ones. Yeah. So Bat Trooper, it's black and yellow. And if you really Cobra, want, you want the high end one. Super Seven makes one. It's a seven oh, scale. Oh man, Super Seven. That is. Uh, Let uh, me just tell you. That is some nice stuff. So I just got in the Cobra Commander Sunbow, right? So the original cartoon, yes, seven-inch Cobra Commander figure. It made me cry. Yeah. It was so nice. I think Super <laughs> 7 is a Bay Area company, Maybe. and I, I want to say they have a retail space. They do have retail space somewhere. So I think I want to say they have one. So if you ever come to my neck of woods, we'll go uh, to the Super yes, 7 store. I, I would be happy to go spend thousands of dollars. <laughs> uh, uh, that's, what, that's what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I may or may not have just purchased my third Serpentor, like I said. Uh, Oh God! And I, I, my second Doctor Men, my mender has come in. Yeah. And dude, all right, let's just let's just go down. We're gonna go into the hole. Let's go into the hole. Doctor Mindbender. They just put on pre-order. This is Hasbro now. A bunch of new classified GI Joes. Mm-hmm. And it had some of my all-time favorites, like Snow Job. Mm. So, <laughs> Snow Job is. Can you guess what's new? I haven't had this, one of those. This in a is while. going right over my head. <laughs> so, guys. Snow Job is a. Red-haired New Englander, uh-huh. but he's a professional. I think Skier. he's from Vermont. Yeah. And I remember I was like, I, that might have been the very first GI Joe I ever owned as a yeah. kid. And this is a deluxe figure with the full nine yards. I liked Snow Job. I liked all the figures that came with accessories, and he well, had the ski accessories. And you should see this set, dude. Okay. It is stupid cool. Mm-hmm. And then my all-time favorite figure. So like that was cool, right? But then they're also just re- pre-ordered. 
my literally favorite person in any of the G.I. Joe stuff, and this is a Cobra, uh, and it's Copperhead. Yeah. Which is the, uh, the, the pilot of the water moccasin boat. He's, like, from Louisiana. And he's just got a cricket eye. He just, <laughs> he just looks like he'd chop you up. He's got like a yeah. machete. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. I love my, I love me some GI Joe. Oh, oh God. Cobra, la, 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> Give me. You um, never seen GI Joe the movie? You can just see it. <laughs> no. I mean, I, we may have to watch oh that tonight. My I swear, I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's I, on Tubi. I, all the episodes are on I had Baroness and I had Lady J. No, see, I was a cover girl guy. Uh, all right, well. Wrap up kind of. I mean, okay. Maybe I'll just talk about today one. So I had three great games. I I went one one and one. Uh, I played a game against Kyle, which Kyle uh, Richie Blake showed son. It was he challenged me. It was it was it was one of the most memorable games I've had in a long time. And we and we heard him tell it. Uh, in game two, Chris DeGro, great player, just beat the snot out of me, which is fine. That's a tough list, man. It's it, fine. A tough like, list. I, I, you know, I, oh, and we had him on the EOD um, yeah, I mean, Army and, review. And he, he showed me he why, showed he, was you why show. he was on the yeah, show. Yeah. And the, the reality is that I, I what he showed me was, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing, rookie. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was fine. And then the third game, I got to play Grace Patterson. It was a pretty table. I like my army. but She's got an awesome Trident Realms army. Well, it's oh, Night dude, Stalkers. That... Oh, she's oh, playing it as Night yeah, Stalkers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's it is, beautiful. It's it really is really nice. beautiful. Lots of fish and stuff. I like yeah. too though, the fact that you bring that up that it looks like trying rooms, but like the reality is she did a great job of hey, by the way, these are so, you know, making sure when I'm making decisions or making laying stuff out that I knew this is, the, you know, I mean, the Bloodworms were easy to tell, but sometimes Soul Flares versus Phantoms. Oh, especially when it's a different model range or whatever. 100%. And she did a great she did a great job. And we had an epic smash fight. Left flank, I crushed her. Right flank, Bloodworms just went chugga 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 chugga. Take that. Yep, chugga, that's chugga, what chugga, they chugga, do. Chugga, take that. And what happened at the end of the game, I had, this is, I don't know if you guys ever had this situation. I have the bottom of six. I have the, the center token. We both have three on each other's side. This is push, right? This is push scenario. Yeah. So I have to decide. There is a potential that if there's a turn seven and I'm holding the token, the bloodworms will probably get there and they will kill it and take the token. Yeah. All right. I was like, well, do I play for six or do I play for or do I play for seven? So what I did, this is weird. And you're probably going to go, that was dumb. I, I dropped the token and I just moved up. Okay. Well, actually, maybe I even charged. I dropped you drop the token at the beginning of the, of the before of, yeah before you issue a move right order, so then i drop the token and i just charged the okay. bloodworms and what i tried to do was uh there was another unit that was a scorchwing regiment that was in combat with the the, the planner apparition i think it's what's called and the hope was we could pop it because i had a lachilodon some more stuff in with it that i would then sidestep over and grab the token right those are loot tokens so you got to pick them up yes right so that was the plan like okay on six I'm hoping to get the token. I, I didn't get the token. And then on seven, uh, we didn't have a seven. That was so it was it. a draw? It was a draw. Yeah. And it was like a difference of like 102 points or 105 points. So it was like so close. What was the what was the total attrition there? She killed, I don't remember. It was We both got three points, I think. Oh, wow. So yeah. it, it was, it was, it was no, a smash I think I take it back. It was like she got one more scenario point. It was 13-13 was the draw. Oh, okay. And so okay. I got two points attrition, one scenario point. She got, maybe that's what it was. And she got one one attrition and two point scenario. Yeah, so I think two was 1,001 to 1,500 or Somewhere something Somewhere like in there is what we, yeah. But the question yeah, you yeah. ask, Rob, is an interesting question, which is if in turn six and I can play to win if there's no turn seven or if 
maybe draw, but if there is a turn seven, guarantee a win. So my two options are draw or win, or win or loss. Yeah, it's, what, yeah. What, what are the choices yeah, yeah. So that I played you make? for the win or draw. draw. And I was like, all right. And in retrospect, you know, I didn't know I'm not Notre Dame, so I didn't uh, know that I wasn't going to yeah, get a turn seven. Yeah. There's some players that don't like the turn seven. Without the turn seven and the ask. exceptional result re- results like Snake Eyes, I don't think the game is as interesting. It adds a lot of excitement. It does. And, and, and I understand statistically, the, the turn seven is a bigger deal than the than the double ones. Yeah. But that turn seven is like, it changes. It's like 40K. If you could plan all your turns out, yeah, it just makes the game a little yeah. more, to me, a little more stale. That makes me look at it uh, in a different way because honestly, I don't, I don't really like the random turn seven, but that, that that's true. It uh, If you can plan out every single phase of the game, it removes some of the randomness, and I think right? In, in the aggregate, when, when you look over your scope of games, there's tons of games that you lost because it didn't go or went to turn seven, but there's also a ton of games that you won. Yeah, it probably right. washes out, I think, right? I think in the end it does wash out because I, yeah. ran, I had the same issue in my push game, Rob, where it's we're going into turn six. I had the bottom of six, and my choice was do I try to somehow think my way into a, a – turn seven win or do i just take the tokens go straight across the board edge give my opponent all my rears and flanks and just hope there's no turn seven so i summoned my inner rob and i was like what would rob do playing these ogres and i just was like ogres gotta move no baby. it is ogres. Yep. yeah yeah yep. if i'm playing ogres i'm, I'm going yeah, ogres aggressive. ogres gotta move baby so i just went over to the side and i was like well if there's no turn seven i win if there's a turn seven literally he was probably going to kill 1200 points in right. that and and right. there was no turn seven. That's amazing story. Yeah. Really. How was your turn? <laughs> your turn. Uh, turn. The day. How was my how day? Was, how was your game three, Trent? My game three, I got absolutely smacked. By who? Um. Well, it must have been a good game. I can't remember your David. David Baker. So I mean, just a great, great yeah. three days. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Like I said, I need to get to the deal. So we got room. two more games. Two more games. Two more games. I, so, I'm going. I'm shooting for counter charger. I want to give my. I want to. Wow. I want my right hand to give my left hand some dice. Yes. <laughs> that <laughs> you, would be you could so. do it. Please do it in front of everybody. Yeah, I would that love would be that. Amazing. Travis Tim is undefeated. Shocker. Adam, Adam Ballard, Ballard's the machine, yep. as John Green has has dubbed him, the machine, undefeated. Do we know in Marcelo and Chris DeGroo? Do we know who Chris won? won. I looked Chris, it up. Okay, so Chris, 20. I think. It, is undefeated. Yeah. It so should I, be Chris and Adam. Okay. So and then so then Travis then will play the next person. Uh, be yeah, because Ad, uh, because uh Travis won his third game. Was it on the guys, uh, the Mantic app? No, it's he sent out an email with the results. You have to open it up and then you can um you it doesn't have the points added up. You have to go like round one, two, three and yeah. kinda add it yourself. Oh, but it's there. But if Chris you, if you is do it. I think I don't know. Actually Chris didn't get max points, but Adam did. On all three games, yeah, or he, something. It yeah. was it was a little bit off, but yeah, dude, the, the Travis is insane. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 let Travis yeah. come on the show. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. okay, this is I was talking to Britton about this. Adam Ballard, top battle the last two Lone Wolves went yep. undefeated last this last Lone Wolf and yeah. only didn't win best overall due to paint. Reigning master. To me, when you're thinking about best player in the United States, he's the best player in the United I States. I re- I really think so. I you, mean, he's he's he. That question's getting answered from event well, to I mean, event. Well, you can't just keep going. You just can't keep winning consistently. Yeah. And he's playing the best. He's playing the best in the country, and he is just like he is a machine. Yeah. So, I well, beat him on UB once, twice. That's why. That's why. Claim to fame. So don't play yeah. me anymore. Yeah. 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 No. Go when with when he's like, it's like oh, I'm gonna test my super hard list, and he's like, I'll play this really funky weird thing, and then I get UB dice. Right. Uh, but I really think he, he he like 
uh, he did, um, he had this one move that I never would have thought of doing where he was in combat with a unit that had a token. He withdrew, dropped the token, and then charged. Right, but I think, well, I'm, is that legal? Do we? Well, is the, it, it, the, it's ambiguous. It's ambiguous. It's ambiguous. They allowed it to happen, but Britain's... Because isn't it like at the beginning of the turn you're supposed to drop No, it's to, at the beginning of a move. Before you issue a movement order. But it's move, lowercase f. This is like some GW Yeah, okay. Like, so what does a move, because you can pick up a token after a... At the end of a move. But that end of a move can be an overrun. So well, not it's a move. It's so physical. not. So not. Uh, so so by, uh, by, by that context, if you're saying it, it needs to be at the beginning of a move. Yes. And we've already said that an overrun is a move. Then I would say any physical movement of the so unit thus, is a move. If you, no, you but get a, you get a free withdraw an inch. Well, it's a move because you no. physically move the part. No, no. You but no, no. We have to know what the technical definition of a move is. Because what he did is I'm, I have the token. I'm withdrawing, and now I'm going to issue a charge move. I'm dropping. Right, but then, but then, then we lose the argument that an overrun is a move. It's not a move. You're not. You didn't give it a move order to get that. So thus, uh, that's where I'm going. Yeah. With it. So thus, I think how it's mostly played is anytime you physically move a unit. Well, I don't know how it's played because that's some next level. Sh so yeah. far, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, but so far in tokens in most tournaments, dropping a loot token you do anytime you physically like are picking up. It's more about picking up tokens, right? Anytime you end any sort of where you physically have moved the unit and it's landed on a token, you can pick yeah. it up. But I mean, I know the argument that withdraw is not a move, right? Yeah. We know that it's clear. Yeah. As you said, it's yeah. a lowercase m versus a big case m. So that should be interesting. They're gonna they're gonna figure that out. But but I would never have even thought. Well, because you're exactly. giving yourself an extra inch to do that. So that if he if he loses that <laughs> unit in the in the over in the in the exchange, yeah. they have an extra. And he, inch another unit went up and picked up the token. Right. So, yeah. That, I mean, that was a big thing. That right? was the thing yeah. where it's like I'll withdraw, drop a token, charge. Another unit will now come and pick well, up that token. Because you have to drop it in your footprint, and now you clear it because you, well, you charged. charged. That's you what I'm telling you, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is like next level, next level. This uh, is like the reason why we have to have bigger tokens because yeah. if you have a token that's smaller than one inch, you used to be able to drop, put the token behind your base, I think, and, and you couldn't actually pick up the token as yeah. an enemy because you can't get within an inch unless you're charging. Yeah. Anyways, that's the next level, man. Yeah, but anyway, but I, so if he goes, like, I think the question of who the best in the U.S. It's already been answered. It's answered, but if he goes on and does well tomorrow mm -hmm. in this tournament and wins this, to me, that's like the exclamation point What time do we period. start tomorrow, by the way? We, Check-in uh, is check at, eight. at zero 08. When are you guys, are you guys we're driving? We're leaving Monday. Yeah, we're okay. leaving Monday, so we're just chilling tomorrow. Okay, yeah, I leave Monday, Tomorrow too. night's like, hey, if we if we start at 8, the vendor hall does not close until 1500. Should be three o'clock. Three o'clock. It starts. Yeah. Tomorrow's three o'clock. Fifteen. No, the the vendor hall closes early on Sunday. Yeah, at three o'clock, right? Yeah. Fifteen hundred, yeah. right? Yeah, three p.m. Somewhere in there is a break, and that's what I'm doing in between. Well, yeah, I think we're supposed to, to end at three thirty. I think. Well, oh, okay. Because there's a lunch break after yeah. game one. Okay, what, is that perfect. lunch break is me going down there and spending the rest yeah. of the cash I have. Dude, they can, honestly, they can just start my clock for an extra fifteen minutes. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I ain't winning this thing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Final thoughts on Adepticon Day 3. Uh, Mantic Night was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I would highly recommend it. I mean, what is 20, 25 euro, 25 bucks, something like that, 30 bucks? Yeah, well, well, you, you get, get like 20 in the back tomorrow to get the thing, yeah. the booth. Where was the coupon at? There's not a coupon. It's, you you show, I think you just show your your verification that you ordered. Well, I mean, just show, hey, yeah. I was at Mantic Night, and I and Pat will just give it to you. I mean, yeah. it's not like we're going to go to the Mantic booth twice tomorrow. Mm. 
<laughs> right? And they're not going to remember, oh, you already spent yeah, your $20. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, come on, guys. Countercharge. Everybody knows us. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so what's left for you to buy, then, tomorrow? I don't do know. You wanna, I, I'm, you, I, are you going to do one more loop? I, yeah. I, I think I'm going to buy another neoprene mat for De Armada. Because I have enough to hills and those I, are nice. Yeah, and yeah. I have one. I'd like to get us and it's sixty five bucks. So I figured for forty five bucks, I don't feel as bad, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah I'm still paying sixty five, right? Because I put that money into Mantic Night, but in, in my head, it's locked. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah right? so it's not well, like buy it's, two, and then, and then you're saving have, money. I, ha I have one. What did you buy, Trent? <laughs> what did you um, buy? I, yeah, did you, my, did you get oh, some dude, stuff? I'm trying to think about it. Um, so the, I started off. I got a regiment of fire elementals. Um, I got some Dead Zone and Firefly dice because I know the guys back in Germany needed some. And then I also. Oh, yeah. I need to get, get some started. more command dice for Firefight yeah. if they yeah. still have some. Yeah, I they, all they the probably stuff will. In the 50 and then, um, so my big day was uh, Friday because I didn't uh, have any games. I just had my uh, 3D sculpting class. So I spent a lot of time in the vendor hall and uh, ended up getting an Awada Eclipse. So oh, really, so you got an airbrush yeah. too? I got, I got, dude, I got all the bells and whistles. Got an airbrush. Got the he did get all quick, He's quick like, disconnect. Oh, they, they schmoozed me, and I knew exactly what they were doing, but I, I was all for it. I enjoyed it. I <laughs> uh, got, yeah. got a really nice uh, air hose. It's like, it's like when you go get I a got, haircut. I'm not those done. places that do I'm the, not done. They do the, the I still shoulder rubs. Stuff. Yeah, uh, the shoulder rubs. <laughs> they, they were mining yeah. the stepchildren. Yeah. Uh, I got this really, like, I paid like 30 bucks for this mat where it was literally just like put your parts so you don't lose them, even though I never had that problem. But it had this really cool diagram. It uh, you, shows know this, you know those engineering diagrams where they have like everything laid and everything yeah. like and dissected and yeah. everything and they had one for an airbrush and i was like oh that's pretty cool so, uh -huh. <laughs> so i got that but yeah no and then um oh the 50 percent off rack for mantic i found like four or five individuals and me and mark actually were looking at it together and he uh i remember he found a jarvis and i was like oh damn i really wanted jarvis he gave it to you, didn't he? yeah he did He's and then i reached my hand in there and then i found one so we we both so you both won one. yeah yeah well, exactly all winners all on winners. Counter and uh, i got i got six models some metal, a few re a resin, thirty bucks. I bought another thirty like, bucks. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. Like I, I think I paid like nine bucks. I mean, okay, you're you're buying an uh, resin ochre, and I paid nine bucks. It might sound like a lot, but the matriarch is a. I have her already, but she's a really cool model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I bought a bunch of the resin dwarf vanguard dudes. Yeah, oh yeah, and those yeah, are those are really nice. Yeah, those and they're, they're cool. lower pricey, even even on just kind of seven fifty or something. Yeah. But dude, the sculpts are so dope. That's I want to see like that the when they redo the dwarves, mm. see that that design aesthetic and hard plastic. That might be the, that would yeah that would get me out of the yeah with yeah. the dwarf flyers. Yeah, the dwarf flyers for yeah uh, both free dwarves and uh, yeah Northern Alliance right and the uh, and the TK. What they should like Oh, Twilight King, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. coming out. It's going it. to be exciting. I just like hard I don't think we can talk about the the things, the pictures that showed us, right? No, I wouldn't. I, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't talk about those. Yeah. There's some we really talk about what happened in that dark corner of the room. Yeah. Well, all we're going to say is there's some uh, really exciting stuff coming in the future. Well, he did talk about the Night Stalkers on the show. You know, they're coming. And, mm -hmm. and uh, he also mentioned there's two new units coming. Yeah. I think that's really smart, though. That they, they, have, they need to lean into their IP, right? Well, and also, yeah. you're, you're bringing out essentially replacement models yeah. of what they already have. So they're going to throw people a bone that already have them by twisting it and saying, by the way, these can also make... These can make an additional unit. Right. So oh. if you don't want it... Look, if you're like me, you're just going to replace your stuff, right? Yeah. But if you don't want to replace <laughs> yeah. it, 
you can just do this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just like you, Rob, as Britton told me when I was buying my fourth wet palette. The exemplar wet palette because be fair, it was better than the red grass. It, it, the, this is what I'm saying. It's the yeah. best. Uh-huh. Like, it just makes sense. I will say this. I have tried a few different wet palettes. Uh-huh. This one makes me want to paint. I hate to say it. Like it lit like the, the I used I started with the Masterson Stay Wet because I was cheap. Mm-hmm. It's like twelve dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's got like that yellow sponge. It's oh yeah, that, that thing is like. <laughs> but like, and and I would cut the paper. Yes, and the parchment like, paper. Bro, this yeah. is no, this is not happening. Yeah, the exemplar wet palette. You just, I don't know. It has all the bells and whistles, and it makes me want to paint. Yeah, and you know that's one of the things being here is I'm exhausted from all the tournaments, but what it has thing is immediately in my head, I'm thinking about, okay, when I get home, I'm going to work on this yep, project. 100%. I'm going to do this project. I'm going to organize my hobby shelf. I'm going to get this. What am I going to do? I'm going to reclean. I'm going to get ready. I'm going to do this, blah, blah. It, it really is like looking at all these miniatures and playing in all these games. It's like, I'm so jacked to go home and work on whatever's next. Yeah. We're, funny story at War Room Hobbies, we're having a, a general armies on parade. I already have my army. Mm-hmm. Four armies on parade. I'm excited. Nice. Big fish in a small pond, baby. There you go. That's the story of my life. There you go. There you go. Well, should we close it out and go to yeah. the Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, two more games tomorrow. Two more, two games, more tomorrow. games tomorrow. Yeah, and then we will crown a, uh, which was announced the Adepta, uh, the Adepta Clash winner. They're no longer doing the plane ticket, but the winner is going to work with Mantic to design. They'll be legendary. To Does design the, a special character, right? The with the one with the ninety percent Mantic army, right? Yes. Is uh, the there's highest place? Manti- there's the, a lot of Mantic armies. Yeah, 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 the yeah, highest, yeah. the highest placing person with a Mantic army. Right. They will design, get to design a, a some Amazing. sort of model. All right, so their legacy will live on. That's really cool. Well, forever. Forever. Samacris. Sam and Chris. Uh huh. So yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll probably touch base during the day. Let us let people know how we're doing or how yeah. how we're not doing. And then we'll close out Adepticon 2023. Yeah, it's we'll, we'll definitely have. Well, it sounds like he's already christened them, but it sounds like we'll have Adam Ballard on the show. Is what your prediction, Jeremy? I don't know. He's a machine. He's he's I'm, a machine. I'm still Team Travis. I think he's yeah. got it. I well, think Travis, he's, I mean, he's he's going for the three peat. Yeah, we roll dice. That's it's not chess. So anything can happen. Yep. We'll see. Awesome, guys. Okay. We'll see you in the morning. Peace. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.